Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Warp Lords Podcast. As you know, my name is Mike Danger Votor, and I am the Dungeon Master of the Fractured World game. Today, I am joined by the players, Jared, Dylan, Mike, and Graham. Give us a refresher on who you're playing, and let's talk about what happened last week. Hey guys, it's Jared. I am the person who plays Johnny Law, the bird cop found God. The good bird cop who found God in stuff. Yeah, that went well. Eh, suck my balls. <laughs> I am Dylan. I am playing Fujiwara Seimei, and I'm the only person in the party that can pronounce my name correctly. And I have a magic sword full of uh ghosts and stuff. Sick. My name's Mike. I play ghosts and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I was hoping one person would get that. (laughs) I play Mr. G. He's an elf. And he's kind of a dork. Uh, I'm Graham. I play Dennis. Alright guys, uh, refresh my memory. What happened last week? What'd, What'd we get into? I caught some sacred beasts. What indeed? We left the town. And ran into a couple guys who wanted to fight their sacred beasts against our sacred beasts. And they asked us our terms. And Johnny said that, that we'd do it, but the loser had to handcuff themselves to their, their friend for the day. Yeah, you never saw them again. You lost that pair of, uh, handcuffs there, chief. Bruh, doesn't matter. I've never <laughs> used any handcuffs in this campaign. They're Not just even sitting there. And I was a cop. <laughs> Except for in the nighttime stuff that you don't hear about. <laughs> just kidding. Also, we won a tome, and the other two contestants were really happy that Mr. G was the only one who could use it. And now Gary knows how to hit things with his tail. Yeah, let's see. What else happened? Uh, we, um, we approached the, the technological hub of this planet, and I think we got there at the end of the session. We did. But but before that, Johnny climbed a mountain and came back down with a bunch of a bunch of plates that had rules inscribed on them. We all told him to go fuck himself. Plates? He's he's making a Make, biblical a reference. Joke about, oh, about you <laughs> yeah, because because you found religion. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did go to that tower and and did he you know. Did that. You explained to us basically. what happened, right? I don't remember that yeah. at all. No, I did. I think, anyway. I don't <laughs> think you talked to anybody. <laughs> I really I'm pretty sure that did. was an earmuff segment, and then yeah, it was like an a very long segment. one. Yeah, it, it was, but then long. when he came back down, he was like, oh, I got this feather, because I went someplace. Yeah, you were, we were earmuffed long enough for me to get a meal, and then when we came back, you stumbled into camp, mumbled something, and then we kept moving. Yes. I think he, yeah, well, as I recall, he brought it up when we were all together, right? To the sacred yeah, in the morning. beast, and he asked them, and the guy's name, of course, don't tell me, don't tell me, is Hinatori. Mm-hmm. He asked about them, and we were like, yeah, let's go north. And it was just like a transit song. <laughs> was he like a, was he, some, was he some sort of like, I remember the other sacred beasts. Was he like a, a, a beast god? I forget. Uh, yes. Uh, they said that it was one of their cousins. Something more powerful than them. Damn. That's right. So he's Suck one it. level Later cooler. Later legendaries, the Gen 1 is still king. Yes. 
I mean, Ho-Oh's not a Gen 1 legendary, but sure. This is Gen 2, oh, right? I thought you were talking about Moltres. <laughs> no. I didn't know it was a Ho-Ho or a Moltres. Oh, I got that one right off the bat. Because isn't it... Wasn't it in the show where, like, the feather falls out of the sky? It's in the first like, episode oh, of the feather. show. Literally the first episode of the show. Yeah, and you're like, oh, it's a feather. And then it's, like, the whole thing. Dude, when we get to this town, we should probably spend some of these credits that we have. <laughs> Just saying. We probably I have a have fuck ton. have any credits. Oh, well, sucks to suck. <laughs> you have tons of Fuji bucks. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I just need to find some rube that'll make change for him. Good luck with that. Anyway, <laughs> to set the scene on where we begin this week, you all entered into the gates of town. You started getting escorted by one of the guards who was a half-orc wearing full-plate armor. A concerned citizen ran up to the guard and said that there were thieves uh, running with some captured capture spheres on the west end of town, and you see the guards ran off. They pointed you in the direction of where Hemlock's lab is, and we begin there. So you guys are in the entrance to town. Right next to you, you see a large walled-off lot with a big square building. And it says Beastar Studios on it. And then you see the direction you were pointed off in is uh, further down the main ring of town that you are on. You see all of these canal-like streets with tall rectangular buildings that go high into the sky. And you see small bridges connecting all of the canals. What do you guys do? I propose we visit this professor and get our business done with before we go sightseeing. Yeah, that's a, that's probably a pretty good idea. Every time we talk to one of these guys, something bad happens, and then, you know, the the town gets iced over. It was only that one time, but I don't know. Could happen again. Hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, we should definitely head over to Hemlock's lab, lab before anything else, you know. Definitely want to check in. So, let, yeah, I let's agree. head out. All right, yeah, let's go. Is it obvious where we're supposed to go? Is there a map that we're standing in front of? Uh, you were pointed in the direction of where it is. You were told that it is a walled-off section because he liked privacy. There is a map around you. Tight. So, we, uh, Johnny would just check them. You said they already pointed us in the direction, though, right? So we yes, don't even need I to did. check the map. Okay. So we begin moving using our sweet sense of directions that we were given. <laughs> Basically, you guys walk over a whole bunch of different bridges. You see the streets are fairly busy. People are going in and out of different shops and buildings, um, just going about their normal day. Um, do you guys have your beasts out? I didn't know. Didn't you say that people don't have their beasts out here? Typically, yes. Yeah, well, if, if no one does, then, you know, we're trying to blend in here. Honestly, Bug's probably out still. Okay. Well, we got our sacred beast friends, too. We can't really hide them. Yeah. Or the, the fucking god ones. They're humanoid enough where they just look like aliens, so that's less of a concern. Plus they're all wearing robes and hoods. Bro, I need to get an I need to get an outfit for fucking Luckier so we can blend in too. <laughs> They'll just think he's some like quadruped alien. Oh, okay. Sacred beasts don't wear clothes, man. <laughs> They'll be like, you get him oh, a shirt cool. that says totally not a dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, his best friend is a dog. Yeah, dude, Kenny's my dog. You're my dog, man. In many senses. So we have to, like, cross, we're on, like, the eastern side, 
Yep, you're on the eastern side of town. You have to go to the west of yeah. town. So this, the you see it's, it's in the same direction that the guards ran off in. You see them running ahead of you, kind of pushing through different crowds, uh, trying to get to the west side of town as quick as they can. Well, that's very rude. Seems that uh, Team Spaceship might be at it again. <laughs> no? No? Eh. 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 We're going off again! Team ICBM. What's that stand for? Uh, Intercontinental Ballistic Missile. Uh, Team TCBY Baskin Robbins 31 Flavors. I, my mind went to yeah, the bowel go. movement, so Intercontinental Bowel Movement. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes much more sense. <laughs> yeah, well, the, I mean, the te- their teams always sucked. <laughs> sucked ass. <laughs> it's a really shitty team. <laughs> but they're everywhere. Okay. Sorry. We move westward. Westward. Walking danger. (laughs) It takes you about a good ten minutes to get over there, walking through all the different, you know, bridges, canals, and and side streets. Town seems to have kind of a gloomy feel to it. A lot of the people just generally don't look happy. Again, you don't see sacred beasts that are out. Although there are some that live naturally in the wild of the city. It doesn't look as though trainers are advertising themselves to you. I got one question for you. Yes. Sorry to interrupt. No, I'll get Along this path, do we pass any shops? Yes, I was going to get to that. Tight, dude. Same page. You guys cross the first three bridges, and you see a huge metal skyscraper that goes pretty tall into the sky. On the side of the building, you see Glyph Industries Ultramart. And Big neon sign, big metal building. It looks like this is a multi-tiered kind of mall. You see a walled-off part of the city, and you hear cheering and shouting from inside of it. Make me an intelligence check, please. This goes for everybody. Failure from Johnny. Fail. I got a, I got a 9 out of 9. Blackjack. Now we know what your intelligence is. Haha. I, <laughs> I never kept it a uh, secret. Also a fail. <laughs> also a fail. Mr. G can definitely kind of piece together from the cheering and shouting. It's similar to what you've heard before, based on uh, the lights and everything that you see. You assume that there's a stadium behind the walls. Based on the general animosity and tension in the city, you assume it's walled off so only people who are deemed trainers or fans are going to be non-harassed when they go in. Aha. Uh-huh. And it's called the Ultramart? Did I miss that? Cliff Industries Ultramart, Yes. Yeah, but it's not, this is happening beyond the walls. It has nothing to do with the Ultramar. Yeah. They're just oh. very close to each other. Yeah. I understand. There's two different things. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, guys, you mind if we, uh, check this out? Do, do a little bit of shopping? I was gonna say, yeah, let's go to this mart. See how ultra it is. Yeah, let's, let's go in. Let's check it out. You guys walk in and you are met with bright fluorescent white lights that you know light everything up pretty sleek design in here everything seems to be made out of like this silvery smooth metal curved counters and benches are here and there's a large uh set of four elevators that lead up to the different floors and you can kind of see up to all the different floors and there are tons of people that are walking on all the different floors uh what are you guys kind of looking for uh, I want to say something to Mr. G first. Okay. Hey, G. 
You see what like a, a, a normal name does for business? Maybe you should uh, take a little note in your little notepad there. What, a normal name for <laughs> an Ultra Mart? What's so ultra about this Mart, Johnny? I guess we'll have to find out, but I, if I recall correctly, your the name of your business requires several signs. <laughs> what was it again? Uh, it was Mr. G's Emporium, 50% off, everything must go, and it explained exactly what was happening in the store. There's too much, ah. too much mystery here. I don't really know what's going on. It's not, it's not right. It's not, not a, not a proper sign. Hmm. Well, huh. Anyway, <laughs> I, I'm, I'd like to see if maybe they have some firearms. Probably not, but if not, maybe some kind of armor that they, that they could, uh, could fit underneath my duster here. You know, I could just build you a gun, Johnny. I've got all types of well, I, I need yeah, to get materials. Yeah, and have it fire back can... in my face? I think not. Wait, are you are you talking shit about the skeleton key here? This thing, this thing works great. <laughs> did that ever fire in your face? No, it never, never did. It it works fine, hundred percent of the time. Johnny, forty yes. percent of the time. <laughs> if you need armor, I could perhaps enchant your coat as long as I have something to stitch runes into it. Interesting. Well, first I'd just like to see if they have any lightweight armors, but I'll keep that in mind for later <laughs> on. I do, I do like a good, uh, embroidering, good stitch, you know? <laughs> so, can you guys make me a sense check, please? Uh, can I, can I detective sense this? <laughs> no. Uh, I failed. Uh, I failed as hard as possible. So I, I passed danger, but, I also, new addition, not only did I get computer engineering, but I also got scavenge. I had just enough XP. Cool. And that allows me to find everything I need, and I can, like, see through shit, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> That's what the skill says. It says, you're able to find exactly what you need to get the job done. Make a sense check to locate a specific material or item needed to finish a build. If you succeed, you can see any item within your field of vision that might be useful, what they are. And how much there is. You can use this ability to detect useful materials, even if they're hidden. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I'm very good at finding things. Cool. And what I'm looking for is something so I could build a little floating robot. Wrong place for that. As I was going to get to with the sense checks, you guys see a directory. There are five floors to the mart, and all of them have items that are related to Sacred Beast uh, training. Whether it be like healing and support items, breeding items different training weights, um, capture spheres, and the like, and then um, there's a section for those tomes again, like the one that you got from the battle last session. There isn't anything here uh, weapon-wise, armor-wise, or supply-wise. You guys see pretty quickly. So, Danger. Yes. Was I around to see them get the tome and use it last week? You were there for the end of the battle. Okay. And I'm going to go up to someone who looks like they work here. Okay. You walk to the, the counter. There's a reception desk near the uh, elevators. Pardon me. I'm looking for any sort of books that will allow my sacred beast to learn new abilities. Oh, that would be uh, the top floor, the fifth floor. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. And then I head in that direction. Cool. Uh, so you take an elevator up to the fifth floor. Does anyone join Sammy? I would talk to Johnny about this first. Okay. Uh, hey Johnny, you said you wanted to buy like a gun or like armor or something, right? 
Well, I'll be honest. I, I would be very surprised if they have any firearms in this location. Um, planet, I mean. And I was going to tell you, they don't, they don't have any firearms or armor in this, in this store. Ah. It's all just sacred beast stuff. All right. Well, maybe we'll find something else. Uh, same A's running off. Uh, maybe we should go with him. Eh, might as well stick together. (laughs) Otherwise, this will be very complicated and annoying. (laughs) So yeah, I follow, I follow him upstairs. Okay. You take an elevator up to the, the top floor. Cool. Anyone who goes up to the top floor, an elevator comes within, you know, a moment or you go together and get to the top floor. Very similar layout to the first floor, except there is, um, there are essentially four bridges off of the elevators that all lead into different shops that sell different tomes. Dylan, what are you, uh, what are you looking for? I'm looking for anything that, uh, either or both of my beasts could learn. Either something both of them could learn, or two different things for each one of them. So, one thing that they both can learn, you find a tome. It's a poison technique that lets you um, severely poison an enemy. Both of your beasts would be able to learn that. You find a tome for Sludge Bomb. Hmm. And then roll me a luck check for something useful that Furfur can learn. I'm on something good. Oh, I'll use my green d12 for this one. Fuck. Five out of three. It looks like the best thing that you'd be able to learn is, uh, nature power. Hmm. Am I able to, like, skim these things and get a feel for what they can do before purchasing them? Absolutely. They're, like, all lining the walls, so you can kind of look and read them. Um, However, you don't have, like, enough time with the book to just teach it and kind of, like, leave. You know, it's only kind of like a demo version of the book, but you get a general idea of what what it's putting down. Okay. So what would nature power give me? So the way that nature power works is the move changes uh typing and turns into a different move depending on your environment. Interesting. So you said uh, the two most useful things I found were nature power and sludge bomb. Uh yeah, those are typically well, sludge bomb is nature power usually is um direct damaging moves. And both of them can learn toxic, which is another useful one as well. How much are these tomes? You're not 100% sure of uh, what the conversion rate is here. 110,000 yen is what it says. Hmm. Interesting. I'll grab uh, Toxic and the Nature Power and bring them up to the register. Okay. Oh, great selections today, sir. Thank you. It'll be uh, 220,000 yen, please. I set a enough Fuji box on the counter. Um, what is this? Money. Are you not able to exchange money here? I'm not able to exchange money. I, <laughs> I don't recognize. No. Can you exchange? No, shut up. If you don't have yen, I'm sorry, but I can't sell you these tomes. Would you be able to accept a trade of certain items for them? No. I apologize, sir. We are strictly a business that accepts money. <laughs> you don't have a barter system? You mean I can't <laughs> sell you this junk I found on the <laughs> ground outside? 
Yes, no, I don't want your trash either, sir. Hmm. Do you happen to know of a place where I could sell a radio? Uh, sell, I, um, maybe one of the, maybe one of the outfitters, maybe one of the, uh, blacksmiths in town can take that and use it and give you something for it. Thank you, miss. Cool. Uh, yeah, she nods and walks away. Yes, Mike? How much is one credit worth in yen? It's a pretty ridiculous conversion rate. You think that it's about, um, a hundred, a hundred and ten yen to a credit. One hundred and ten. Okay. Yep. I, I overheard this conversation because we're all in the store just perusing and I call up Rex on the, the headset. By the way, everyone has a headset <laughs> just to remind everybody. Oh, maybe that's what the thing I have written down that just says radio is. Yeah, that's probably what it I is. I would assume that's what it is. Yeah. I was like very surprised. I was like, when did I give you like a ham radio? <laughs> <laughs> it's just an old timey radio, like from a, like from the brave little toaster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Rex. Rex, Rex McMaster, come in. It's, uh, it's God, Mr. What? G. Mis- Mr. G, what do you want? Uh, is this a bad? <laughs> is this a bad time? We're in the middle of fixing the wings. Uh, can it wait? Good, good. That's great. Uh, actually, it's pretty important. Um, I need you. Uh, okay. You have a conversion machine on you, right? Our our team they need very valuable supplies. We're we're in we're in a tough situation here. We need to know what the conversion of this strange currency is. The the currency on the planet, you mean? No, yes, yes, but different currency exchange rates, not what? not to credits. Um, okay, let me see if. Give me a sec. Let me pull out pull out Nora's machine. <laughs> let me see if it'll pop up. Um, you hear some rustling in his bag, some slight cursing as he's looking around. Um, ah, all right. Hey, uh, you guys still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm I'm looking to convert something called a Fuji buck. What is what is a Fuji buck worth in yen? Um, you hear typing, clacking on a keyboard. Dun da 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 da. Uh, zero. It is not real currency. Wait, what? This is not real <laughs> currency. I, I assure you, our friend here, uh, Fuji Water, he he, sw- he says it's a real currency somewhere. Again, I typed I typed it in. And he said dun da da da. And I did dun da 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 da, and it came out to zero. I don't know what you want from me. All right, I'll, I'll have a look at the machine when I get back. Uh, tell <laughs> tell Nora I said hi. Okay. Is, did she is say hi it? back? Did Did she say hi back? Uh huh. Okay. O- over and out. Definitely, definitely, she she did. She's very busy though. She can't she can't pick up the call right now, Mister G. We okay, we have to over go. and out. I I've got to go. Sure, you Bye. senpai has noticed you. <laughs> <laughs> you all hear the device in your ears click off. Hey, uh, Fuji, did you hear that? I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> There's just a whole bunch of shit going on in your ear, and you just didn't listen to any of it. This this planet's <laughs> not going to accept your currency, apparently. They they must be xenophobes or something. It appears I'll have to find some way to gather local currency. You know, typically, if we beat trainers, we can we can wager to exchange money. We could earn money by being trainers i've got an idea you just you just gave me an idea uh hello good sir i i talked to the person behind the counter uh yes yes hello sir how can i help you um i would like to sell a tome and ah, he, he produces tome. the tome Ooh, this is a rare one indeed yes quite rare quite rare i've, I've had many offers from many people but 
Um, I figured I'd bring it to a an honorable establishment like your own. Okay. Uh, are you looking to sell this uh, secondhand tome to us, sir? Uh, it well, it's um, it, it's it's almost in mint condition, as you can see. Um, yes, I I'm curious what you would offer for it. I I noticed that you don't have one on your shelves. Yes, the the other shop specializes in in the water spells, but it would be good for our buyback program. Um, I could give you about a I I could give you a hundred thousand yen for this. Uh, what would I roll to figure out whether he's he's trying to scam me or not? Uh, you can roll an intelligence check. Uh-huh. Fuck! Is this knowledge? Is this knowledge based? It's not. <laughs> No, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out what the value of it is. You have no way of knowing what the value of this item is. You got it the other day. You this is the first time you're looking at other tomes. He said it's rare, but that's the only thing you have to go off of. All right, I'll I'll tell you what, sir. I will I will take 100 uh 25,000 and we promise that we will buy something from your store. How's that sound? Of course, I could always ex- uh, exchange one of the tomes that your friend was trying to buy, and then give you the difference of the uh, fifteen thousand yen. Wait. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he accepted my offer, my counter offer. Yeah, he accepted your counter offer. Hmm. All right, Fuji. I-, I say we do this. I say we make this trade, but we have to find a move that the most amount of our guys can use. That sounds fair. Uh, is everyone else there? Yeah, Johnny, Johnny. Yeah, Johnny's uh, just chilling, dude. And uh, Dennis are all here. You guys are just chilling. He's like slowly stroking his feathers in his hat. <laughs> Gross. Um, yeah. So what's what's a move danger that I can find here that or find at any of these stores here that would work well for a majority of our of our moms? Out of the three that are already on the table. Toxic is a move that most sacred beasts can learn. Out of the ones here, that would be one of the most beneficial ones. You could find a tome for the move return, which every sacred beast can learn. And what is that? So return is an attack that works based on your level of bond. Johnny already has that one. Return? I think so. You gave it to me a while ago. Beast scroll return. Damage is more based on bond. I didn't give you a full tome. Oh, sorry. It's a scroll. Gotcha. Yeah. But again, return can be used by everybody. How about something that's like strongly offensive that I could get for Spander? Bruh, sleep. <laughs> See if they have the nap one. <laughs> the one where he just snoozes for a while. Isn't Toxic <laughs> the one where every round the poison damage increases? That is correct. Yeah, but these battles don't last longer than two rounds. Couple of things that you can uh that you can find in this one that a couple of people can learn. You guys find one for rest. It's not highly offensive. Yeah. Um, sleepy time. Sleepy time. <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm all about sleepy time, dude. That way our dudes can nap and heal themselves. And you find a TM for bulldoze, which is an offensive ground type move. Could other people learn bulldoze? Great question. I'm gonna guess probably not. While you're checking, um, G would turn to to Dennis and I uh, and Johnny and say, "Well." You guys didn't really get much use out of that last one, so I think it should work for 
through your guys specifically. Oh, it's very kind of you. Yeah, it's pretty fair. Uh, no, by the way, it only works for Spander. <laughs> Bummer. I'm just gonna let them pick. Actually, sorry, Gary can learn bulldoze as well. But oh fuck, now I want that one. <laughs> I mean, that's probably fine. I don't think that Luckier can learn rest. Um, most can learn rest. Believe it or not. Oh, he can actually. Yeah, the ones that affect everybody return, uh, toxic, and rest are the ones here that absolutely work for everybody. Uh, toxic sounds pretty good for Bug. I am in favor of toxic. Yeah, if we all toxic at the same time, just get those toxic stacks, and then he run can't away. Do that. Ah, oh, well, that's <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Once they are successfully toxic, that is. All she wrote. Unless they heal. I understand. Would Toxic be affected by Stab? You would gain a plus five to hit, yeah. Excellent. Personally, I'd like to be more offensive. Well, poisoning is pretty offensive. It would help, uh, whittle down, uh, whittle down opponents pretty quickly. I think that we should get rest. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Rest, I'm all about it. All of our guys can take naps together, it'll be great. I mean, I, I have to say, I did. we did all fight this battle together, um, and they didn't get anything out of it, so. How about toxic and rest? Does that, does that sound fair to you guys? Well, we can only buy one. Well, never mind. You guys can take toxic. <laughs> <laughs> if Luckier doesn't know how to sleep on his own, then God damn it, that's his own problem. I am also personally capable of healing the beasts. I think Bug will like toxic a lot. Toxic it is, then. You exchange the Aquatail Tome um, for a Toxic, a Tome of Toxic, which is like this bright purple tome covered in gold filigree with symbols of poisoning on them. And a 140 credits is the conversion rate of what you get back in change. Right on. Yeah, with that, like I said, everybody can learn Toxic. It'll take a little bit if you guys want to teach it to your beasts. Yes, that. Would you mind if I taught it to Nosferati first and then passed it around to the group? I don't care, no. Thank you. We'd best be moving onward now. Uh, let's, let's make one more stop, actually. Um, are there, is there a place that sells potions? Yes. I'm assuming I would see a place that sells potions. Yeah, it was the first floor. How much does the finest of potions cost? The finest of potions costs. The strongest of potions is 130,000 yen, or uh, 1,200 credits. That's too much yen. What's the next one? <laughs> uh, the next one down is 60,000 yen. Ah, shit, I should have just taken alchemy. Uh, or chemistry. Nah, I'm, I'm good. I don't need to spend my money on that shit. <laughs> I can also heal the beasts. True. Then you would have to be in the fight, though, Fuji. I intend to fight alongside my beasts. Okay. I'm not a coward who would let my beasts fight by themselves. I mean, I thought that once, and so did Izzo, and uh bad things happened. Um, actually, I do regret not fighting alongside my beast. Maybe it would have helped me in the long run. Worst case scenario, I would be freed from this hell. Izzo, <laughs> you're incredibly depressing. I, I... Thank you. That is very depressing. 
we we have things to do. Let's let's go. Oh, so depressing. Izzo, I really appreciate you coming along with us. I'm sure that it's uh not too pleasant you coming back here. So I do appreciate that. Mr. G walked away, by the way. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we're all moving in the same direction. <laughs> yeah, do we walk by any other stores along the way of interest? I thought we were going over to the uh, the lab. I, I would assume that's what you guys do from here. Yeah, shops on the way there. Like, if there's any place yeah, where you can buy, like, more practical stuff. It is stuff. a city. Well, stuff that's not Sacred Beast related. Yeah. Yeah. But to uh, be honest, I don't have that many credits anymore, so I probably can't buy anything. But it's worth checking. What did you spend all your credits on? <laughs> it's alcohol. Izzo. Uh, buildings that you guys pass on your way there that you make note of. You see, you see a nightclub uh, that looks like it's built out of ice. You see a smith shop known as Hammer Down is one of the places that you pass. You pass a cafe. You pass a what looks like a grocery store, and you pass by a haircut and barber known as sheer force hey thank you <laughs> i would probably want to stop by hammer down just to see how expensive this stuff is so yeah johnny you go into hammer down um you see a bunch of different um bladed weapons crossbows bows themselves it looks like all their ranged weaponry is more fantastical than it is futuristic like guns and stuff like that that's uh, kind of what i was expecting check? um mainly what i was looking for is like a lightweight kind of like breastplate or something uh that you'll be able to find fail there. you failed yeah as far as guns go the closest uh thing and most futuristic thing you see here is a blunderbuss different kinds of blunderbuss <laughs> style pistols is there a price tag on it uh yes uh <laughs> there's a golden blunderbuss that's lacquered wood gilded with gold it has ivory on the tip and there are skulls carved into the ivory and you see the price tag of five hundred and fifty thousand yen which in credits is it is i think it's like two thousand right something like that it is like five thousand credits yeah okay i can't afford that it is an expensive piece of material. However, that makes sense. You do see lightweight breastplates. They're pretty simple. Seems like some kind of metal that's local to the planet. How much was the expensive thing, Danger? The blunderbuss is like 5,000 credits. How much do you have, Jared? I have 612 credits. Uh, can I just like slap five grand onto the counter? <laughs> Dude, are you just giving this to me as a tip, sir? Or is there something you'd like? I, I motioned towards Johnny. Oh, I was looking at that blunderbuss right over there. That seemed like it could be a lot of fun. Yeah, that one. All right, yeah, this would be enough for that. Absolutely. <laughs> if you want it, it's yours, sir. Are you sure, Dennis? Ah, money's easy to get. It's my lucky day. At least let me put in what I have. Uh, he puts in like 600, and or he just hands 600 to Dennis. That works. Uh, yeah, a blunderbuss. Huh. Well, when you got futuristic laser guns, sometimes you gotta throw in a blunderbuss and see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Try throwing a bunch of bees at me this time, motherfucker. (laughs) 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 I just need to get in range. (laughs) How long does it take to teach uh, Nosferati that DM? By the time that you guys leave the Sacred Beast uh, shop that you were in, 
you all will have the toxic TN. Okay. Yeah, like we'll have finished teaching them, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like okay. if anyone wants to teach their, their beast toxic, you can go ahead and do so. Just remember yeah. that you can't have more than four moves. If you have more than four moves, you'll have to forget something else. I think I'll just teach it to Nosferati and save for first move slots. Hey, uh, Johnny, you mind if I, mind if I look at that blunderbust? I believe that it's pronounced blunderbuss, but you can absolutely look at it if you'd want to. Uh, D- Dennis, uh, yeah, I believe you're saying blunderbust, but there's there's no T at the end. No blund- blunderbust. It busts Are you stuff saying blunderbust? Blunderbust. <laughs> I I don't. Aren't you supposed to be smart? Anyway, Dennis, if you could name this <laughs> thing, I I think that would be only be fair since you d- you did purchase it. That's fair. Uh, hmm. I'll, I'll let you think on it, but you do the honors. 50% off, all things must die. <laughs> <laughs> A stupendous name. <laughs> all right. Or 50% of all things must die, something like that. You, you can see where I'm going with it. I like it. You might, you mind if I take a look at it? Yeah, absolutely. Sorry. Uh, yeah, go for it. So I'm going to look at this thing and try to figure out if I could build dope-ass ammo for it. Um, It definitely seems as though uh, it's a pretty kind of primitive design as far as like the workings and latchings go, but it seems as though it can harness different um, metallic powders and powder-like substances, and it seems as though the damage outputted by the, bu- the blunderbuss uh, is determined based on what you put into it. So, yes. I give it back to Johnny and I say, uh, keep an eye out for, um, you know, uh, different types of metals, uh, explosive materials. I think I might be able to hook you up with some pretty sweet munitions for that. That also applies to magical powders and stuff like that that you can put into it. Indeed. Like mithril dust you could probably use to, like, blind someone, just kind of giving you an example of. Yeah, or like crushed glass. Yeah. (laughs) See how fucked up we (laughs) got. (laughs) <laughs> like cayenne pepper <laughs> lo- lo- I, I loaded my blunderbuss up with used needles <laughs> oh weird <laughs> the ammo slot is jammed <laughs> yeah uh theoretically could i etch some runes onto the blunderbuss and have it deal lightning damage uh potentially good to know uh hey guys we we all sat here let's uh let's Let's roll out. You leave, and town is still pretty busy. You kind of wade your way through the crowd. Can you guys make me, uh, do me two checks? I need a luck and a sense check, please. Everyone, or? Yes. Okay. I failed both. Okay. Uh, I also failed both. I got, I rolled two sevens, and I have a three and a three. Wow. Sad. Mr. G passed luck, failed sense. Even on two rerolls, I passed. I failed sense. Bummer. So Johnny, on the other hand, passed his sense and miraculously blackjacked with his one luck. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> so as you guys are leaving Hammer Down, heading off towards uh, Hemlock's lab in the direction you were pointed, you run into the guard that you saw. Yeah. You see that they kind of look a little bit stressed out, and they're kind of walking back towards their uh, guard position, towards the gate. Hey, excuse me, guard. Are you are you having a, some issues hey, yes. with those 
beast thieves. Thieves. It seems as though they uh they left town. The other guards ran into them and they weren't uh they they didn't do so uh keenly. They got away. Hmm. Well, if we were to find these people and, you know, bring them to justice, perhaps would you give us money to do so? Well, I mean, me personally no. My my captain maybe, or the or the gym leader Winnie might, since she's kind of the leader of town. Um I'm sure that if you find them and bring back the stolen beasts we can yeah, is there like some reward for these lost beasts? <laughs> is there like any sides up? Like lost or there's like this <laughs> cat? <laughs> there it is a notice board. There are different things on the notice board, whether it's missing people, whether it's missing beasts, you know, small things that have gone missing that people need recovered. There are definitely notices on here and it looks like a pretty stacked board. Uh it hasn't made it to the board yet, but if you guys would be the first to take it up. We can, like I said, we'll figure something out for you if you do find it. Yeah, we can keep it in, uh, yeah, just, uh, what, what, what do we need to know? Like, which direction did these people go in? Do you have a description of what they looked like? They cloaked themselves. They were wearing black robes. Um, unfortunately, that's the only glimpse I really got of them, but it seems as though they left, uh, just over here from, from the west. It seems as though they nabbed a couple of, uh, capture spheres off of some locals as they were running around why do bad guys always wear black robes would you uh describe them as as hooded figures i would they were wearing hoods yes uh-huh well um if i have any more information um i can reach out to you where where are you staying uh we were actually on our way to meet uh with the professor um we had some business but i don't know it seemed like maybe you needed a little help or something I I do appreciate it. If you guys can keep an eye out and figure something out, that'd be great. I do kind of want to use this bad boy, and he pulls out the blunderbuss, and he's like, I'm pretty sure I can hit a <laughs> bunch of guys at once. And he just kind of starts, like, aiming it around, not in anyone <laughs> specific, but just, like, you know, itchy trigger finger. Hey, Johnny, you do know you have to load it first, right? Yeah, it's not loaded. Don't worry. He's like he like looks in the barrel. <laughs> like you fucking it. Tiger King. Like <laughs> Johnny Law kills himself. Ah, it doesn't need to be. It's not loaded. We're fine. With blunderbusses, don't you just like essentially just shove a bunch of shit inside of the barrel and? Yeah. Yep. This one it's, is specifically yeah. di- designed for like. Uh, Did they give me a stuffer? Powers. Um, you have a stuffer. Yes. Okay. Good. I, I'm gonna need the. Uh, 50% off, all things must die. Okay. Um, sir, can you please not point that weapon around? Oh, <laughs> apologies. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I am okay. a cop. It's all good. Um, okay. Yeah, don't, don't worry, sir. He used to be a cop. If we run into him, I, I'm, I will, <laughs> you know, we, we'll, we'll try to help you out. Thank you. I do appreciate it. Anyway, gentlemen. sorry about that. Just purchase if, it. If you Great are looking for somewhere to stay, um, there is a hotel close to the professor's lab. Uh, it's called the, the Heartbreakers Inn. And he kind of points you, uh, down, uh, down the way a bit. And you see a building, um, that actually has like two, what look like shark skulls, like mounted to the front door. Um, bit unconventional, but it's got the cheapest rates in town. Do they charge by the hour? Maybe we can find some shady folks there. Maybe. Well, I have to get back to my 
post. I I, I apologize for running. Sorry, um, I didn't mean to thank keep you. Thank you, gentlemen. It's okay. Thank you, gentlemen. I do appreciate any help you can offer. And once again, the half work guard turns and she runs away. Johnny immediately pulls the blunderbuss back out. As soon as he turns around, <laughs> and he's just examining it. <laughs> what, what do you guys think here? By the way, uh, do you do you care about helping out those guards, finding the person stealing the beasts? We do kind of have some business to tend to. I don't care about helping the guards, but I do care about having a potential reward. That I mean, I kind of <laughs> want to get more armor. To be honest, just hiding it. I told you I could enchant your coat. Next time we make camp, I'll ask you to do that. What 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 was it, Mister G? Oh, we're gonna bump into these people anyway. These are the same assholes that've been following us around. It's pretty clear. I mean, that's why I was saying it's unfortunate that bad guys always wear black robes because you can't distinguish between any of them. Fucking assholes. It's a long shot, but uh, three out of nine intelligence check. Is it the same people <laughs> based on what I've heard? You have no reason to disbelieve yourself. Um, you you absolutely have no proof whatsoever. But in your heart of hearts, you're like, I mean, like if. if eh. What does my cop gut say? You guys definitely think that it, it all of it could be related. <laughs> I've seen movies before. Of course, it's connected. <laughs> Johnny, we're going to meet these people eventually. We can just get two birds stoned at once. It'll be fine. You do also know that this place is like a hotbed of crime. So, I mean, it could go either way, but you guys are leading yourselves to believe that they are related. Does it remind me of home? A little bit. <laughs> the crime? It's way less high tech than your home, but it's definitely got crime like your home. Well, yeah, first thing we saw, crime, immediately. But then we got a blunderbuss, so... I mean, that's pretty cool. Home sweet in Sokyo. <laughs> I've got nothing to put into it yet, but... Hey. Guys, we might as well go to go to Hemlock's lab first. Yeah, yeah let's do it and just see what I happens. Mean, yeah, you know? see, see what we find there, and we can continue on. Since they left town anyway, they'll have to come back towards us if they come back in town. I suppose that makes sense, so let's, let's be on, on, on our way. Yeah, so we, we continue onward towards the professor. Yeah, so you guys walk by by the healing center, and right over the bridge you see a large sectioned-off gated part of town with a big doorway into it. <laughs> I forgot. You said there's a cafe, right? Oh, uh, you're way past the cafe at this point. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I haven't had a good coffee in a while. <laughs> Fucking Grooks can't cook coffee. Asshole. You don't know that. He can't teleport you coffee. <laughs> yeah, he can't Why do not? that either. He only makes stew. You guys walk up to the gates. You notice that they are cracked open. You walk in and you see a large lab similar to the style of Bonsai's lab. Um, it's like that big, uh, tall treasure chest shaped building with a couple of different observatories and appendages to the main building off of it. You see that there are four of those uh, generators that hold the magical substance. They are broken, and they are empty. Uh, can you guys make me sense checks for more information, please? Yes, I definitely want to do that. Uh, fail. fail from Johnny on this one. That's another fail. I have yet to pass anything today. Is my spidey sense tingling? I Four out of four, blackjack. 
Mr. G, you're kind of looking around here and you're observing. You see that the front door to the actual facility is uh, wide open. You don't see any lights on around here. Um, something definitely seems up. Do you walk in? What do you do? Hey guys, we we've got to go. We've got to we got to check this out. And he he releases uh, Spander, picks up the uh, skeleton key that's hanging at his chest, and runs toward the door. I'm going to activate my magic shield. Okay. This is in the professor's the place. Yes, you are outside of uh, Professor Hemlock's lab, and bad mm. things are happening. Seemingly, this place got tossed. I put my detective Uh-oh. sense up. And I, I move forward. Okay. Johnny, you see a group of nine presences that were here. They no longer seem to be here. You do not get any heat from inside the building anymore. Uh, guys, they're not here anymore. Well, that's good, at least. You can probably put the, uh, put the guns down. I mean, Mr. G already ran forward to the door. God damn it. That fucking G. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait. Oh, wait, I got an idea. I want to kick down the door. I want to kick the door open, looking all stylish. Are we, we're not already inside, are we? No, no, no one's inside, Mr. G. Okay. Go ahead and make me a style check, Mr. G. Not good. <laughs> Nine out of two. Nine out of two. Great. You try and badassily kick open the door, only to kick <sighs> the door at the door that's already open, and you stumble inside. The door bounces back, hitting you in the face, and you look like an idiot. (laughs) You kind of stumble inside, and it is dark inside of this building. There are various lights from the uh, overhead glass pane windows that light up various uh, parts of the building. But otherwise, uh, Mr. G, it feels empty. There's nothing here at all? I mean, like, there's all of his shit is here, but you don't get the presence of people here. The building is dark. There's not much going on. Hey, Johnny, get in here. We need to search for clues. I start searching for clues. Okay. You guys all <laughs> rush in after Mr. G kind of takes a tumble in the door and then shouts outside of it. You and your companions head on inside. Everybody please make me sense checks again. I got another blackjack. Four out of four. Uh, big fail. fail again. Big fail again. Graham, can you make me a luck check? Nope. Also a fail. Okay. I failed. Can I double down? I'll let you double down. I got the exact same thing, 11 out of 4. <laughs> it goes poorly. <laughs> so, you guys all kind of split off. Who goes in what direction? You can go straight, you can go left, or you can go right. To the left, it looks like there is a section of, like, long tables where potential experiments were formed and researched. There's Science a things. staircase that leads uh forward, that leads to another room potentially or another big open area and there is a section to the right that is a library i'll check out the library i'm looking for a desk uh you go to the left then mr g jared can you have johnny make me a sense check now that you're in here okay we're searching for clues yeah you're searching for clues clues uh pass okay cool so do you go left right or straight jared what does my bird gut tell me? Um, I, which way does Mike, or sorry, which way does G go? Mr. G goes to the left. Dennis and, uh, Fuji go right. Um, and Silver and the Beasts go straight. Uh, I'm gonna go right, straight, left. If I have to do it in order. 
No, no, it's totally fine. So, Mike, I'll I'll start with you because you blackjacked. You find a table that's littered with different notes. Um, you begin to kind of look through all of the different notes, and it seems as though um, Professor Hemlock was doing research into different legendary uh, sacred beasts, different things that are powerful, things that are noteworthy and now gone from the world. It seems as though he was researching uh, all of the legendary sacred beasts that controlled the weather for the Cronus region, seemingly to kind of put it back to normal. You can find that from his scattered notes. You also find a folder on the floor with a symbol that you vaguely recognize from the portal book that you have. You open it up and you look inside of it. Can you please make me a willpower check? Aha. My will is not good. 11 out of 2. Uh, your head begins to buzz with the sound of Brahma, that voice inside of your head, seems to be protecting you from something that's causing you pain as soon as you touch this. Uh, you open it up and you try and force your way through some of the notes, um, and it seems as though these notes are from a different world. They aren't from this planet at all. But you see Subject 4... And you see a picture of what looks like you when you were a young child. And it talks about experiments involving nanite blood. And after you fail your will check, the buzzing takes over and you pass out. Oof. Am I unconscious? You are unconscious, holding this. Oof. Going to the right where everybody else went. Johnny, you see that... All of those heat signatures were in this room, but for a very short time. It looks as though they checked out all of the different rooms looking for something specific and kind of had a quick once-over of this room. There are two long tables that are scattered with different books and different notes about the books, and there are four bookshelves. You guys are all looking amongst the books. Graham, can you roll me 1d12, please? Yeah. Seven. Okay, so you immediately get distracted from what you guys should be doing because you <laughs> find that Professor Hemlock has a small section of romance novels. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. stuck. <laughs> you pull out a book that catches your eye called The Sensible and the Sensuous. Excellent. I haven't read this one yet. You are all up in this book, distracted. Is it from the Beefcock for the Stock series? Um, no, it's not. It is not from the Beefstock for the Cock series. Ah, because like at this point, Johnny's kind of intrigued as well when he sees it. <laughs> Take note of this book. Johnny's like turns his turns his head and he's like, huh, raises an eyebrow. Johnny. You go to where the heat signatures kind of centralize the most in the room, once again, running off of your past check here. It seems as though all of the books around where they were at concern different legendary sacred beasts. Ones that are surrounded by darkness, different lore books are around you about uh, the days of old and the different uh, legendary beasts that are now gone from the world. So it seems as though they were here for potentially for information. Again, you guys do not yeah. see Hemlock anywhere in here, outside of a couple of portraits of him. I'm not looking for Hemlock. Guys, um, 
whatever they were looking for here, they uh, didn't find it, I don't think. Um, seemed to be looking for some stuff about these uh, legendary sacred beasts. Uh, Dennis, what's that you got over there? I'm kind of intrigued. It's a, it's a book. Ah, okay. Well, when you're <laughs> done reading it, if you wouldn't mind letting me borrow it. Uh, I haven't decided if I'm going to take it with me. I guess I can. I mean, don't do it for me, but, you know, if you do just end up grabbing it, I might just want to, you know, run my eyes over it, if you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right, then. Anyway. Yeah, so, Dylan, what are you looking for in this room? I am looking for any sort of useful information about where the fuck I am, the, uh, God monsters that I accidentally put into meat suits, or more of those tomes that can teach my beast special moves. Uh, make me a luck check. Fail. You can find a couple of different books over where Johnny's looking that will tell you a little bit more about the legendary sacred beasts of the planet, um, especially the ones that, you know, you've trapped inside of flesh sacks. That is about all you find. <laughs> I'll, I'll peruse those. You definitely learn a little bit about how the legendary sacred beasts are said to be born of the energy and of the flesh of the creator. You find a book that glows bright white that is specifically about the creator, and you see an image of like a golden horse covered in these like golden spikes, and there are plates that are surrounding it. You see essentially like a mural of different sketches of all of these powerful sacred beasts that came. So you said it's a golden horse. Fucking golden horse. It is a golden horse. (sighs) (laughs) You can't get away from it. Is it on a boat? It is not on a boat. Ah, a piece of the puzzle is still missing. Are there uh, any books over there about Hinatori or Ryojin? Oh, yeah, you find one. Absolutely. Can I just, like, grab that to read later? I, I kind of want to go investigate the area where Silver is. Make me a sense check as you head back to the, the main pathway. Uh, pass. You see Mr. G passed out in the room next to you. That's strange. You think we should go check on him? I don't think no. he normally does that, does he? Just sleeping on the job, huh? I don't, I don't think I noticed that G got knocked out. You try very hard to not notice it, but it was pointed out to you. You don't initially see it, but it was pointed out to you. I mean, I look towards him, but I keep the book in my face, so I have no peripheral vision at all. You think that Mr. G might be behind your book, but you are unsure. That's the best I can do. Does anyone have a marker? (laughs) I draw my sword. This is about as close as I have. Nah, not like that. I'm just kidding. We shouldn't fuck with him. But we could. If he's alive, he'll wake up eventually. <laughs> All I have is alcohol in this lighter. That might be. A I like how we're far. just standing in this room. Like, should we help him? I don't know, guys. Like, let's weigh the pros and cons. <laughs> if he's alive, he'll wake up eventually. I mean, yeah, but the guys may have knocked him out, right? He is very frail and weak, and does kind of need protection. <laughs> But hey, if both of you guys are not for it, I guess we can wrap back around after we check out this other area. Not for what? Hmm? I was just reading this book. I Again, I, I do 
kind of really want to read that. <laughs> but uh let's just check on him. I, I I haven't disliked it yet. I think I'll bring it with me. You can you can dig in later. I mean, yeah, of course. I don't uh, I don't know if I love it, but you know, maybe could be cool. Let's go check on G though. I'm pretty sure he's normally doesn't sleep. Well, you know him better than I do, and I'll <laughs> go off in the direction of wherever the fuck Silver went. Okay. So you head up the small staircase to the other room. Dylan, Johnny, you go over to Mr. G. You see he is passed out and he is holding a folder full of notes and photos that look like they're from a more technologically advanced planet than this. You don't see any signs in here at the moment of foul play knocking Mr. G out. Uh, I give him a slap on the face to see if he wakes up. Like, not hard slap on the face, but like a, hey, you know? <laughs> hey, G, you there? Anyone home? Oh, what? 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 Sleeping on the job, I see. Oh, hey, uh, and, and, yeah, yeah, just, just, uh, just take, just shut my eyes for a little bit. Can I see what you're reading there? I'm clutching the folder pretty tight. Like, you're crumpling the folder up a little bit. <laughs> Should have just grabbed it before I woke you up. Okay. Uh, I uh, I found some things uh, about Hemlock. Uh, he's researching um ancient beasts, like weather controlling ancient beasts. Uh, yeah. I interesting. Johnny and Chi see a map that has a couple of different spots marked on it on the table that has been cleared after G fell. There seems to be markings to the north of the town called Watford. It seems as though there's a small island uh, off the coastline that Professor Hemlock marked off on this map. Is it like a fold map or like a roll map? It is folded and pinned to the table. You could take it off if you need to. I'll fold it up and take it off. Uh, I would think we're going to need this later. Uh, what else is in this room aside from Jay, who's having a nap? Looks like there's um, different equipment here, experimental equipment and test tubes. You're not sure exactly what they were used for, as they are broken, drained, and there's nothing inside of them. I would like to take one of my bags and just take a bunch of glass vials and such and just toss it in. Okay. My plan is to just crush it up later, toss it in the blunderbuss, and just shoot broken glass in someone's <laughs> eyes. Tight. I'll say that you've got enough for uh, four shots with the broken glass. Okay. It's not, yeah, it's just vials at this point, but he'll, he'll you know, yeah. convert it into glass dust. Convert it into, into weapon. <laughs> yeah, gee, uh, everyone else went uh, forward uh, to the center chamber. You Is there, do you need to do more here? I was going to head that way. Uh, did, what did you find, guys? Anything, anything weird? Anything I should know about? Uh, it's just me here, but, um, there was a book in the library that I found particularly <laughs> interesting. Um, right now, Dennis is reading it, but I think, you know, I'm pretty sure he's gonna read through it pretty quick. I'm curious to see what it says. Um, <laughs> I, the people that are, he, that came here are, are long gone. I think they were trying to read some books about, legendary sacred beast but hey come on walk and talk man walk and talk well you didn't find anything weird though did you anything really weird i mean nah nothing that comes to mind all right 
Um, I'm going to slip the folder into my backpack and then as we walk away, I'm going to quickly scan the, like, just scan the area again, see if I see any, like, modern or, like, future technology at all. The area that you head out of, can you make me a uh, luck check? Luck? Oh, dude, that's four out of four. (laughs) You definitely find all of the experimental equipment and more futuristic stuff is in the room that you're in. You do actually manage to find some circuits, although they look like they're dead and not programmed for anything at the moment. You find some wiring. You definitely find some, like, small bits of, like, machinery that you can take with you. Okay, cool. But nothing, like, nanite injection-y. No, which is very weird for you. (laughs) It does look like there were test tubes and experiments being done here. Not sure as to what kind of experiments, but maybe Professor Hemlocks was experimenting on beasts based on what you see here. Yeah, she's a little rattled, but he continues forward with Johnny. For Dennis and Seme, you guys walk forward and you see all the beasts are kind of walking around with silver. There's a large open circular area with a tube in the center of it, and there are different slots open for the capture spheres. It looks very similar to the room that Professor Bonsai had, where he kept all of those uh, those abandoned sacred beasts that he took care of. However, much yeah. smaller scale, but it is a podium. This area opens up. It's like a big room that's two floors, and you walk in on the second floor. There are uh, different areas uh, that are walled off and closed off with different sliding glass doors. And there are different biomes, so to speak. So the ones that you see as you walk in, you see sprawling grass, flowers, and jungle growth is coming off of the left side as you walk around the staircase to get down where Silver and, you know, your other companions are. It looks as though this area was abandoned long before anyone was here. It looks like this has been empty for quite some time. That's very apparent to all of you as you walk in and see this scene. Dennis, you walk up to Silver, Silver talking with uh, Muella. This is uh, this is kind of a fancy digs, but it's been a while since anyone was here. Definitely looks as though whoever was here took all the capture spheres out of this, though. And he points to the altar in the center. You reckon they were there before that, though? I mean, it definitely seems as though they spent a lot of time. Like, I get a, I get a heavy presence right around here. I definitely think they're trying to bolster their numbers or steal as many beasts as they can to sell to the black market. Okay. That's, that doesn't bode well. Unfortunately, it doesn't. Sella and Melody split off. Melody's taking a look at uh, the biome to the right, and Sella's taking a look to the biome uh, forward. Did you guys find anything? Not really. I found a book. Half reading as he's talking to you. I like that. Yeah. That's like the theme. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Definitely seems as though they were in and out. Seem to have taken anything of note with them, though. Which makes it hard to do this part. Definitely the sacred beasts are the most valuable thing they took. Wait, uh, Silver. Um. Th- yeah. Didn't they? 
Didn't Professor Bonsai talk to Professor Hemlock before we came over here? It was one of Hemlock's assistants that he talked to. That would be here, right? Well, I mean, I was hoping she was going to be here, but she's not. The assistant didn't mention anything. There's some missing beasts here, right? Uh, yeah, it definitely seems that way. I wonder if this mayhaps has something to do with the person who was stealing sacred beasts that we, you know, heard of when we first entered this town. My my gut's telling me that it's related. Maybe it's those dark-robed figures that we heard so much about. They they left town, right? Uh, it seemed that way, yeah. I mean, it could be, Johnny, but they wouldn't even mention that the that the the heist was done here? He wouldn't mention that the professor's lab was being raided. There were like nine people who had came through here, so it could be a team full of people. As Muello was saying, it seemed as though this place was abandoned far before it. Maybe they just didn't report it to the guard after the events of what happened. Maybe no one noticed what happened here. That is also possible. Well, I found this map. <laughs> he, like, unfolds the map. <laughs> uh, and he's like, there's a couple places that are marked off to the north here that seem promising. But maybe we should try to hunt down these uh criminals. Get some credits, you know. <laughs> maybe find the professor. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think I we have to find him. This marking here, pointing to the the big X on the island, there was a big church that used to be here. I figured it was important. The X kind of, you know, it seemed promising. Usually X is it, you know, Shit, has meanings on maps. Church was that? God. Muella looks to be like lost in thought there for a moment. I definitely think as though um this was the uh this was the captain of the of, of the skies who used to um operate out of the north here. There's a big there was a big mountain and he was able to, you know, see oversee the skies from up high, clear any, you know, any ill weather that would hit the hit the continent. Um it's been quite some time since I've seen my cousin, but interesting. I wonder if that's where the criminals headed, though. I mean, there's a chance they did. I don't know. This, this place is giving me the creeps, guys. We, sh we should get out of here. Yeah, Mr. G's acting kind of weird right now. <laughs> he seems perfectly normal to me. I mean, he does seem about 50% off to me. <laughs> I think we should all go. <laughs> yeah, let's let's get out of here. Fifty percent off. We should all go. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna try to detective sense on the way out just to see if I can kind of track where I think that these people headed. Uh, all of the information that you uh, that you had previously seems to add up and track as soon as you detective sense. Sure. They leave through the front door. Well, they left. They they left through the actual gate to town. Yes. But they left through the front door of this building, right? These are some yeah, baller absolutely. criminals, dude. They don't give a shit. They're not even <laughs> sneaking out the back. That's, that was the point I was making. They're like, you know what? We're going to leave the fucking doors open. We're going to leave everything all fucked up. They're not going to notice these guards are fucking idiots. Seems as though they did a very, very sloppy job uh, if this was supposed to be a stealthy mission. Yes. That was that was the point that I was making. They also exited through the entrance. <laughs> 
Dude, these guys are just, they're fucking kleptomaniacs, dude. They can't help themselves. They gotta catch them all. If only we had a actually competent thief around here that could show them how it's done. <laughs> so, so just to reiterate, they exited, I kind of follow the trail and it seems like they exited through the western exit of the city. Yeah. The eastern bridge to town is the entrance. The uh, exit to town is the, the western entrance. Definitely seems that pathway leads to the west towards that gate. Well, what do you guys think? Should we go after maybe find this Hemlock character? They seems to have gone this direction. I think that's of utmost importance, and I, I we should also let the guards know what what happened here. They don't seem they don't seem aware. I, I it seems like they put guards at the <laughs> the edge of town. These guards are not very good. Yeah, I was gonna say they they if they put guards at the exit, they should have known, but I guess they they don't. Yeah, they blend in. But anyway, on the way out, we should tell them that, uh, uh, Hamlock's Grove has been taken over and robbed. I mean, guys, d- guards can be bribed. We don't know that these guards just let them go or actually got beaten up or as useless as they say. I mean, they could have just snuck on right by. It's just because you're wearing a black robe, you're suddenly, you know, a villain. If we're going to inform anybody, it should be the leader of this town directly. I propose we challenge the gym and speak to the leader under the guise of a challenge. I have it on good authority that this gym leader is a fucking piece of shit, and I don't... Fuck that. <laughs> fuck that person. I don't think you all want to do that. <laughs> Fuji, I think we should... We should rescue the professor first. I mean, he could be getting, like, I don't know, tortured or other... Bad things. Yeah, say, mate, Izzo uh, told me a little bit about this this uh, this person, and they seem pretty terrible. Maybe we should put that on the back burner for now and try to find this this uh, professor. Trust me, I had more experience with my partner than any of you did. I had three badges, and it was not even a challenge for her. I don't recommend it. Yeah. Well, anyway, let, I'm sorry to bring up those, sorry to bring up those painful memories, Izzo. I appreciate your input. But yeah, maybe, maybe we should, we should go out this west, western place and try to find these, you know, criminal fuckers. Well, lead the way with your eagle eyes, Johnny. I thought you'd never ask. And he, <laughs> uh, activates detective sense. The, the red, white, or red and white rings. In his eyes, begin to spin as he uh, <laughs> follows us, follows never to the west. Old. Did we did we decide to tell the guards? Was that I'm going to tell the guards? I don't give a shit. When we get to the exit, if no one has done anything else, um, Johnny would address the guards that presumably are there. Yeah, cool. So you guys head in that direction. Um, there is, you know, various traffic in town, but it doesn't halt your progress. Uh, you get to the, the western gate following the heat signatures that you saw, uh, previously, and there are, uh, there's a group of five guards that are right here when you guys walk up to the scene. Um, excuse me, guard. Uh, yeah. What, what can I help you with? Uh, I would like to report a robbery. Was it the robbery that involved those, uh, robed guys that ran through here? Uh, I did not see them, but potentially. Also, potentially could be a kidnapping. Uh, it would be Hemlock's place. Oh, okay. 
gate was left open. We were supposed to meet with him, but he was gone and all of his things were pillaged. Huh. And pilfered. Well, um, that is what I would call concerning. Um, thank you for your help. Just wanted to bring it to your attention. I very much appreciate it. I'll send someone that way. This, this happened like days ago. Are you saying you didn't know that Hemlock's place was ransacked? Uh, He didn't bring it up to us nor did his assistants, so it seems as though whoever, you know, is in charge around there didn't report it. We don't go poking our eyes in, you know, private citizens' business. When's the last time you talked to Hemlock, or his assistant? I mean, me personally. It's been months. Okay. Uh, do you know if he left, went somewhere? Not to my knowledge. I'm not close with the man, I don't talk to him. <sighs> He's a he was a bit of a shut-in, so people don't tend to see him often. Uh, my question for you here is, uh, was there any sign of a struggle in his place, his lab? Uh, it's a question for me, not the guard. Okay. No, this is a question for you, yeah. <laughs> uh, again, you don't see any signs that will lead you to believe there was a fight or a struggle there. Alright, so here's my, here's my running theory about what I think happened. Uh, professor dude, uh, was investigating these weather changing legendary, what, what do you want, what do you want to call them? Um, and he was, he went to that northern island. These dudes came to, you know, do something and rough him up or something and he was gone. So they ransacked his place and then probably followed him up there. That's what I think happened. Yeah, that makes more sense now. I, I was under the assumption that there was a struggle and it happened days ago from the information I was given, but that was also my impression. Anyway, guards, I, I don't, I don't think that, uh, that's, uh, I don't think that's what happened. Uh, but anyway, I, there definitely was a robbery, um, at, at, uh, Hemlocks. And guys, we should be going though. We gotta go after these guys. Wait, but if, wait, if you don't think that they have Hemlock, then why are we gonna go after these guys? Johnny kind of nudges you along. Uh, I'm okay. going to explain oh, but, but, everything after we leave the town. <laughs> okay. I, but, but, but what are we doing? Where, why, why, why are we going? <laughs> he says as he's not. Come along, G. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I think you must have bumped your head when you fell there earlier. Come on. Let's go. He gives you a glare. <laughs> uh, Johnny is c- continuing to walk and leave the town. Yeah. The, the guards do not stop you. Yeah. I figured they probably wouldn't. Um, as soon as we're kind of out of the town and out of earshot, Johnny is going to address... Have you guys all followed, or are you guys doing other stuff? Well, I'm following the group. Kind of what I figured. I, I am more or less half paying attention to being dragged around as my face is in a book. <laughs> he was like, yeah, Johnny, Johnny will tell me if there's something I need to know. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> as soon as we get outside of, you know, the city and outside of the earshot of prying eyes or... That's not the right expression. Outside of earshot. Prying ears. Thank you. (laughs) Prying ears and eyes. All right, guys. So I'm going to tell you what I think happened. Uh, I believe this hemlock fellow is researching these uh, sacred beasts, the the legendary ones. Uh, When I was in the library, it seemed like uh, these intruders, criminals, were investigating that portion of the library. So what I think happened is he opens the map and points to the island I think that Hemlock went to this place. I think there was supposed to be a church there. Is that what that guy said? 
Anyway, I think he went that direction. These people came to go hit him or steal something or take his research, uh, but he was gone. So I think they chased him there. So I, I think we should probably go here, unless you guys have any other ideas. Gee's just looking at you like awestruck. And he's like, wait, did you just do like detective work? Uh, yes. That sounds like a pretty, pretty solid, uh, solid theory you have there. Yeah, it's probably what happened. If these people don't have Hemlock, why don't we just go get Hemlock first? Well, I suspect that Hemlock is also at this island, which is why I believe that these others are following him there. It's what I would believe, unless they went somewhere else, like they went back to their base or something, but it, I, there was no evidence to, uh, he's, <laughs> sorry, he, he detective eyes a bit more. Does the heat signature go north? It does. He, yeah, he turns his head as his like spinning red and white eyes <laughs> just start to churn up again. Well, the heat signatures are going that way, so I would say it seems likely that I could be right, or at least partially correct. So but let's I'll, go. I'll kind of describe because you guys are now kind of looking around the route. So you leave the gate of town. Um, there is a large, like mountainous rock face, like directly to your right, that curves around the back portion of the lake and back around town where the gates go. Um, there's a path that leads up there. Um, through a whole bunch of, like, rock faces and cliffs. It's a pretty jagged, uh, steep path. It looks to be that there's a, also another path that leads you in the general direction of north, but leads you closer to, uh, Watford, the town, uh, that is neighboring that island. And it seems as though that's a gentle slope, uh, around all of the rock faces. And it seems as though there's a, a large forest, uh, atop there that you would have to traverse. You guys are kind of set on a low plain in front of you. There are canals and lakes that kind of uh, flow around you and near you, whole bunch of tall grass around you, uh, small bits of forest. And then on the far end of the route, um, so like all the way on the opposite end of the route, there's like a big, uh, what looks like a big cave. So there's a couple ways you can kind of go and try and traverse uh, going north, it seems. Hey guys, uh, which way do you think we should go? I was thinking maybe we should go towards that Watford, Watford place. Uh, well, I've, I've got an idea. And then he releases Gary. He's like, let's, let's take a flight. I've told you this several times, but I, I can already fly. <laughs> However, I, I do appreciate that. Obviously, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to everybody else who cannot fly. Only one of us have wings. My main question here is which direction do you think we should go to get to the island? Because I, I would suspect if I were a criminal, I probably would try to hit up another town to see if I could steal more sacred beasts along the way. So I'm thinking that that's probably where these folks went. So maybe we can make our way there and ask if anyone has seen any of these dark-robed figures. Johnny, the closest town would be here, and that would be Falkirk. This is Sella speaking up, by the way, pointing yeah. to the map. Well, sorry, I'm, my map skills are off today. Apologies. No, it's, it's not a problem. Um, if we go there, we can then, uh, we can then go further north or we can kind of, uh, cut the middleman and just go kind of straight there if we take the, the, uh, path through the woods, it seems. Well, aren't we just gonna follow, aren't we just gonna follow your, your detective senses? I mean, all right. 
fuck it. Get the eyeballs rolling. Uh, he churns up his eyeballs again as they begin to I spin. I thought they were still eyeballing. <laughs> I, I like to imagine that, like, when they're active, when they're actively active, they spin. And then a lot of the other times, it's just kind of just stationary when it's up, but he's not using them. And then the rest of the time, they're just eyeballs. <laughs> the three states of Johnny Law eyeballs. Yeah. Well, you, you you know, they were up, but they weren't fully up. So he turns he them up. They're spinning. Uh, which which way which way do these guys lead? They're probably just pa- following the path, huh? Or they well, go into the woods. So here's the so here's the thing. What's the thing? Each way that you go leads you north, just kind of a different direction of north. You can go west and then go north. You can go due north, or you can kind of go northeast. Um, you're kind of looking around, and Melody comes up. Um, hey, hey, guys. Uh, that sense that we were getting seems to lead us this way, and she points to the the right pathway, the sharp, jagged cliff one. But that kind of leads us away from Watford. So if we want to go there, we should head through the forest. That'd probably be easiest. Unless you want to see if they went to Falkirk first to, you know, do more thieving. Well, what did Johnny's detective sense see? Again, it it leads, it seems to lead uh, either up the kind of northeast route or the due north route. It seems as their group split. That's ah. what Johnny sees. Well, it seems like the group split, so they can they both went in one of these two directions. So one of them, I believe you said, is the rock face thing. Yeah. So north northeast path is the sharp, uh, like the sharp, steep, jagged, cliffy pass. North is the is the forest. And they both are headed towards the island that we're going to. Uh, due north heads that way. Northeast okay. does not head that way. Is that the one that goes to Falkirk? No, west leads to Falkirk. Oh, okay. North so there's... leads to Watford. Northeast leads where uh, the sacred beasts are being drawn to, the last place that they were. All right, Where guys. the bodies are. I would say I think we should go through the woods. Get a little woods action on. I will also say that at this point, uh, the sun is starting to set because you guys got here about midday. And you've done some, you know, shopping, some investigating, and some, like, you know walking around walk through the woods at night what do you guys think my original suggestion yesterday was that we spend the spend the eve and get prepared because we don't know how long of a journey it's going to be regardless of which direction we head to i mean we're hot on the trail of these guys i think we should just keep going i mean we're not like that hot on the trail like how hot is my i <laughs> my eyes begin to spin again as i try to determine how hot on the trail we are uh again you guys took your time and went through multiple different shops multiple levels of shops and then investigated it like the it it's been some hours since they passed through here yeah we're probably like a couple hours behind these guys i don't know what do you guys think should we wait and give them even more of a lead or should we go after them this is all conjecture anyway. I don't even know if I'm right. I just I think that it's probably correct. I want to go after them. We should go get them. Hey, say, May, what do you think? I'm in favor of going after them. You're in favor of going after them? Well, you last up, Dennis. What do you th- <laughs> Pull your nose out of that book. Actually, no, read faster. 
I'm even more intrigued now. What do you? <laughs> do you, yeah, do you can, have? Let's do whatever uh, Johnny said. Whatever. <laughs> do, you have, do you have a lot to read that at night? I'm just curious. This may be a reason to go back. Oh yeah. Town. Uh, hmm. I can create a light for you. Perfect. All right. We've covered all our bases. There's no reason not to. I think we should go through the woods, though. That's what my that's what my bird gut's telling me. Yeah, let's do it. We all have flashlights. We got this. Hey, a danger. Yeah. I just realized something that I can do. Yeah. You know that wind thing that I can do that kind of forces me up into the air. Mm-hmm. I can make that last for an hour. Okay. So theoretically, I could kind of fly, but like propelling myself like Iron Man, just awkwardly on gusts of wind. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm definitely going to have you make checks to see how effective that's going to be, but yeah, you definitely could do that. I'm just, I'm just saying, theoretically, if we are going to fly, that's what I'm going to try to do. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely try it. Um, cool, so it sounds like you guys are going to uh, take the path that you've gotten and continue forward. Yeah. I'm going to try to detective sense. Maybe they're going to make camp somewhere in this woods and we can surprise them. Something like that could potentially be effective. Graham's just like, yep, you have like 20% of my attention right now. (laughs) (laughs) The book has the other 80. Come on, let's be real here. You see a sign up on top of the hill by the time you scale it. There aren't any trainers out at the moment because the sun is beginning to set and most people are starting to head home because, you know. They know better. I want to cut you off before you start talking about scaling. Uh, G did have Gary out, and he would invite anyone else who wants to to ride on the the dragon. Okay. Instead of having to climb things. It's not really a climb as much of a steep hill. It's still effort. G's not doing it. Anyone else who doesn't want to exert effort can ride on the dragon. I'm not going to exert effort. I got magic. Silver decides to, to walk. He's kind of running along with everybody. The gods can fly, so that's not an issue. <laughs> if Dennis gets on, that's about it. Uh, actually, sorry, Kenny Doggins jumps on. Kenny does not want to walk up the hill. Here you go, Kenny. Well, all aboard the Estes Gary. Right, the only way I'm jumping on is if one of Silver or Johnny decide I'm getting on. Uh, if, if they move real quickly, I'll just carry it. Dennis, don't worry. I've been worried about motion sickness on on a big on a big. I've been walking like and reading this whole time. I can keep walking. Yeah, it's a pretty big hill. <laughs> how how big is the hill? I, it's like a pretty big hill. All right, I'm gonna give him one chance. All right, let's try it. I've never tried going on this Gary before. I'm always flying using my own wings. Let's give him a rest. All right, this SS Gary Kenny. I trust your judgment. Izzo, you want to come up here as well? Um, I don't think I would be able to hold on effectively. That's fine. Whichever way is easier. Does he not have hands? I mean, he has hands. He has a tail. He's a snake. (laughs) It might be a bit awkward for a snake to be on another tubular-like creature. No, he can just wrap all the way around. I mean, he's not that big. He can wrap part of the way around. I've got this for you. And then uh, G puts down the uh, box of imagination and he says, snake chair. (laughs) And it forms a chair that would be suitable for a snake. 
I'm, it's basically just a high back. It kind of looks, yeah, it looks a little bit kind of like a bigger bike seat with a little bit more of a back to it. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Hop, hop on, Izzo. You got this. All right. And Izzo reluctantly hops on. <laughs> and away we go. And, and away we go. <laughs> okay. And away you go. Pretty much everybody but Silver who's running along with everybody else. You guys all head up the hill. Doesn't take you a long time to get up the hill because most of you are flying. It seems as though Silver is kind of out of breath by the time that he gets to the top of it and he's <laughs> slowly walking behind you. Everybody make me sense checks. I failed the sense check, continuing. I'm pretty sure I haven't passed a single thing today. I've oh, also failed you got a bunch, my sense it doesn't check. matter. That's all all you My got. dice are hot. I got a one out of four. Tight. Uh fail. I rolled okay. a 12. Okay. Dennis is focused on his book. It's really good. It's You're fantastic. You're going to love it, Johnny. I'm so jealous. Fuji is focusing on maintaining his <laughs> flight pattern. Um, Johnny is definitely focused on trying to continue to see where those heat signatures went as they went into the woods and you begin to fly over the canopy. Uh, the only one really paying attention is Mr. G at the helm of Gary flying ahead of everybody else. It's the SS Gary right now. The Yeah, the SS Gary. You, my friend, see that the pathway in front of you kind of splits in, in a little bit of an odd way. So you begin to go through the forest, and in the middle of the forest are actually two large cliffs. You saw a sign that said Eternity's Pass when you got to the top of the hill. You all begin to fly and make your way through the, through the pass, um, on the back of Gary. You begin to feel the cliffs around you rumble, Mr. G. Large cliffs continue up over top of the tree line for about a, another good, like, hundred feet, and you feel rumbling begin to happen as you guys wander into the pass. With the sense check, uh, Mr. G, you see that to your left, the cliff explodes and creates large rocks that explode and begin to fall on top of you. Since you're flying with Gary and there are four people total on Gary. Kenny, Dennis, Johnny. Is OG. So that's five. Is, he has a five. Right. The snake chair. Yeah. The snake chair. Can you roll opposed agility for Gary since you're flying the majority of your companions, Mike? Yes, I can. Oh, shit. <laughs> G's not going to fuck this one up. <laughs> I got a 33, and that's on a D-rank agility, so that's pretty much as good as I can do. So that's fucking hilarious, because I also rolled a 33. Can you please roll me one more die? It's a 9. Uh, I rolled an 11. Get fucked. The rocks begin to fall and hit Gary. You guys are all knocked from the air, oh, and God. we are now in active initiative. So you guys are all falling off of Gary as you are hit by a rock mid-air. Mr. G, with the, with the sense check you still had, you look up at where the explosion was, and you see that the robed figures were waiting in the past for you to come after them. Oh, shit. Okay, so who's... Who's falling off of Gary right now? Everybody is falling off of Gary right now. <laughs> How high up are they? Uh, they're pretty high up. Uh, you're flying as well, correct, Dylan? 
Uh, I wasn't, like, flying super high off the ground, just enough where I don't have to, like, walk. Can you make another sense check? Because you don't see this happen. Oh, I actually passed this one. You're flying with um the three demigods, and you're kind of, like, over top where Silver is, and all of you feel the earth begin to shake, and you see uh, rubble and rock begin to uh, fall into the woods around you. Sacred beasts begin running out of the forest around you, and it creates chaos. I need you to dodge as a rock begins to fall towards you. All right, man. I'm going to use my magic shield because that's active. Okay. 33. So the rock hits your shield and you begin to get knocked out of the air with the shield remains. It looks like it, most of what it did was push you. Okay. You see Muella and Melody are knocked down to the ground uh, as they are also hit by these rocks falling from above the canopy. Mike, as you notice all of the people up top, one of them is going to cast Steel on you. Uh-oh. You are the first person it sees. These people suck. Yeah, what kind of asshole would steal something from their opponent in combat? <laughs> <laughs> Who would ever do that? Can you please roll a Only luck? a fool would do that. I got a 30. On opposed luck? What's your luck? It's a 4. I got a 12, 8, and a 10. Damn. Nice. Yep. Not gonna cut it. Yeah, you are good. Um, can I can I go now? Because I want to try to do something. Sure. You are free-falling uh, next to Gary as he's hit by the rock. You're, like, above Gary. First thing I do, use my telepathic connection with Gary and be like, Gary, wake up! <laughs> we have to do things! <laughs> and I have him come to me so I can land... On his on his crest, land back at the helm. Have him make an agility check for me. Him or me? Because I'm landing on him. You said I'm above him, right? Yeah, but he has to regain his composure in in midair after he was hit. That's by a the three rock. out of three out of four. Cool. Yeah. So he kind of like uh, regains himself, and uh, you're like right above him. So he begins to kind of regain his composure, and he's ready to go. And All right. Land on him. And now I'm on Gary. All right. Now, who are the closest people to me without wings? <laughs> without wings, it would be uh, it would be Kenny Doggins, followed by the senator. Oof. Okay. Definitely got to save Kenny Doggins first. I move below Kenny Doggins. I'll remember that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you will. <laughs> you know, no, nothing personal, Senator. You just want me to die. So. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't really want you to die. I want you to want to die. Uh, the, these things are actually that's worse. Um, <laughs> that's worse. <laughs> uh, is there any chance I can I can utilize the box of imagination, or is it too far away? Uh, you can make an agility check to try and pull it out of your pack as your. Well, no, it's not on my pack. It's on Gary. Oh, it's on Gary. It was. The, it's a snake chair right now. I need oh, to make right, it something it's else. Snake chair, and he was the last person on. So I'll say that no, it is not in your reach. It's not in my reach. God damn it. Uh, okay, I'm gonna try to catch. I'm gonna try to catch Kenny Doggins with Gary. Okay. So I'm gonna need you to roll posed agility to kind of get through the trap to get to uh, where Kenny's falling. This one's not as good. 
Uh, it's just opposed, right? So just the numbers. Yeah, just opposed. Yeah, it's an eight. Okay. Um, you get close, and uh, Gary is slowed down. He manages to kind of duck down under a big rock, um, and his tail is hit, which throws you guys off course. Um, so I'm gonna have I'm gonna roll a check for Kenny to see if he can still try and uh, free fall close enough to you where you can grab it. Um, Come on, Kenny. You can Gary do it. takes uh, Gary takes two wounds as he's hit by a rock. By the way, Gary's okay. He's a champ. He don't mind. Kenny Doggins begins to uh, fall towards the ground as he narrowly misses Gary's tail as it's knocked out of position. God damn it, Kenny! He rolled a five out of four. I'm gonna let someone else try to do something now. Yeah, again, you guys are in active initiative. Some of you are in free fall. However, can I tell that there's people fl- falling? Uh, you hear the sound uh, of screams and shouting coming from above the canopy, and you see that there are rocks falling through the canopy. Uh, you can make me a sense check uh, through some of the newly formed holes. Sure. Oh, blackjack, four out of four. It uh, definitely seems as though people are free-falling. <laughs> Alrighty then. Uh, I'm going to use my uh, Tiwa's rune to create gusts of air. If people get to the point where they're about to hit some treetops, kind of break their fall a bit. Yeah, you see that Kenny Kenny Doggins uh, and uh, Senator Stanson are pretty close to uh, the canopy. I'm going to use Tiwaz to create a gust of wind to try to, if I can angle it to hit both of them, to like break both of their falls a little bit. Okay, so um, what I'm going to need is I'm going to need a magic check since you're in the middle of free-falling. Just activating a rune is going to require a magic check. Uh, pass. And then an agility check to angle it the way you want. Fail. Fail. Okay, please roll me a posed magic. Oh, right, I got a 33. Yeah, uh, even though, like, your sword doesn't line up, you kind of swing the gust out of the sword, um, and it does manage to kind of help dampen the fall of both Kenny and, uh, and Dennis. Uh, can you make an agility check to land softly with the assist of, uh, this magical wind? Oh my god, I, oh no, no, I failed again. Okay, you take a wound. Okay. Uh, Not soft enough where you don't avoid damage. Uh, do I still have my book? Yeah, you uh, you were <laughs> reading the book the whole time, okay. not try- paying attention to free falling. <laughs> well, hey, the important stuff, the important goods are are safe. <laughs> By the way, J- Johnny Law, your best friend's plumbing to his death. Just just throwing that out there. I'm fine. I'm already all set. Uh, no, he's talking about Kenny. How's Kenny doing? He just plummeted to the ground. Basically, the same thing that happened to me. He's he's good. <laughs> Okay, how's Izzo doing? Is he, like, sitting He's in this chair? He's free-falling. Okay, well, since the other two are fine, I'm going to fly and catch Izzo and place him down gently. Okay, I need you to roll opposed agility. All right, I'm not using the die again. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I have exploded three times so far. Oh, yeah, right, you're, keep you're going. good. You, no, you're nah, good. I got to keep going. Fine. Keep going. Keep going. Nah, I didn't explode a fourth time. Uh, 58. Yeah, absolutely. You kind of fly and nimbly navigate around the rocks that uh, are falling, and you manage to catch Izzo. Do you stay flying in the air, or do you bring him to the ground? I would want to uh, bring him down where the rest of the crew is. Where's uh, G? Is he still flying Gary? Mr. G is still flying Gary. That is correct. Uh, well, he seems fine. I did say I'd give it one chance. Didn't It doesn't seem to have gone well. 
it's not my fault that Gary had the best roll of all time, but Danger's Magical Dice managed to roll a 12 anyway. Well, Johnny likes to drive his own car, so... <laughs> we'll, uh... G almost saved the day. He was so close. He almost. He tried. <laughs> he we didn't so have to close. climb the hill, so hey, that was worth it. Um... <laughs> Do I need to roll strength or anything like that to to hold him up while I bring him down there? Or You catch him, and you kind of use the momentum of catching him to lead you down into the canopy of the forest, uh, and you find the rest of your companions, who are all in various states of kind of disarray. Like, you see, uh, you see Fuji has, you know, his magic shield is all cracked, and he's sitting here, uh, with the rest of the companions. Some of them look like they were hit by rocks, and they took some pretty significant wounds as they were hit. But everyone's here, you bring them to the ground. Well, uh, maybe we don't, uh, ride on Gary again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry about that. Uh, you alright, Izzo? Uh, I'm, I'm still fine. Now doesn't seem to be a good time for us to be talking. We need to get out of this forest. Those rocks are still falling. Come on, guys. Yeah, I mean, I was going to... I can fly and talk. Good multitasker. <laughs> As he says that, he sets him down by the rest of the crew. Uh, Yeah, back to you, Mike. You're in the middle of doing some, some shit. Okay, so I need to know what the hell's going on here. Because, okay, so there's rocks, right? How many rocks? How far away? How far away are the hooded figures those are the three things i need to know <laughs> there are 10 rocks you can see three hooded figures on top of the cliff where the explosion happened and there are uh like eight rocks that are like hitting the canopy as we speak there were a lot of rocks that exploded off of this there's 10 rocks still above me yes and are they all concentrated in one spot like could i move away from the rocks and then go up or is my only option to like sneak through the rocks as I go forward. Like you gotta kind of snake through the rocks to go forward, because they exploded out in a pretty big distance. It looked like they specifically designed this trap to, like, send rocks to different levels. Hmm. Alright, G's gonna do something stupid. Uh, I'm just going to direct Gary straight up to try to get past these rocks. Like, I'm not gonna, like, move side to side, because that's just gonna increase the amount of rocks that I would be hit by. So I'm just going straight into danger, trying to dodge out of the way of these fucking rocks. I'm going straight up. Like, I'm like, if there's like one rock there or something, I'm just going to go just take the hit if I have to, just go straight up. Okay. Oof. Okay. 24. He, you know, spins and snakes around, and you guys fly up past the rock that's falling around you like this big ass boulder just like suspended in midair it has yet to completely start falling <laughs> you go right around and you fly over top of it okay how far away are these hooded figures they're kind of far away i'll say they're they're like a hundred feet away at this point hmm how far is a hundred feet could someone throw something a hundred feet is that is that like that's not hard yeah, I... right not really. Depends on the size it of the thing. Depends on I what guess. you're throwing. Also depends on whether you're a little bomb? bitch boy or not. What if it's bomb shaped? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it's bomb shaped, you can certainly try. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna try to do something here. Yeah. You, I mean, you can absolutely try. Uh, you you would roll agility, and you can add your intelligence to it. Okay. G's gonna yell, "Eat bombs, stupids!" And he's gonna throw a bomb at him. 
Okay. Hey, that might be one of your best lines I've ever heard. Eat bombs, <laughs> stupids. I like that. That can be your catchphrase, dude. Eat, Eat bombs, bombs, stupids. stupids. <laughs> Start uh, calling people stupids. 32. Okay, can you please roll me one extra die? God damn it. At least it wasn't 33, dude. We had three 33 rolls, like, within four rolls of each other. Yeah. Okay, that is a seven. It doesn't get all the way there. It blows up, like, it contacts one of the rocks that's falling, and it explodes. It cracks the rock and breaks it up and creates more shrapnel that begins to fall, and it hits a little bit of the cliffside blowing up underneath their feet. I'm going to roll a luck check and an agility check for the uh, person who's closest to see if they fall. Which, yeah, they totally do. They failed both. So, the cliff that barely gets caught by your explosion cracks and now this robed uh, figure is uh, free-falling off of the the rock. Hopefully he has a parachute. (laughs) Hopefully he doesn't have a parachute. Ah, um, I am going to reserve my last action and just yell, Johnny, little help here, as loud as I can. Uh, has any of the party shown any interest in <laughs> involving themselves in this situation, or are they I'm trying the to run woods. away? I can't see shit. I haven't finished my book. <laughs> All right. Well, after gent- gently placing Izzo on the ground, uh, Johnny's gonna loop back around to try to, uh, assist G. I'm pretty far away, I assume. The gods are following you back up as they begin to kind of fly and navigate behind you, um, since they can. Silver <laughs> and Izzo run out of the forest. Dylan, are you still trying? Are you still flying? Or are you? Or you're like on the ground, right in the forest? I wouldn't still be flying at this point. My the flying was just to get myself up the hill. Yeah. Okay. So you're with the senator, and I need you guys to uh, roll an opposed uh, an opposed agility roll as one of the rocks comes down towards you in the woods. <laughs> Turns out the key to this is not being on the ground. <laughs> it's actually the worst place to be as far as this goes. Oh, I got an explosion. Uh, what the fuck? 48. (laughs) Uh, add agility to it as well, or no? No. Okay, uh, that's, uh, even 40 then. Even 40. Both of you guys are good. You jump out of the way of the rock and roll out of the forest's entrance. And you see that there are more of these rocks that are now crashing into the ground below uh in the forest and you see beasts like sacred beasts are flooding their way out of the forest as all of this is occurring well that seemed that all seems pretty bad yeah you kind of like you you looked up got uh out of the way before you know it was too late um and then went back to reading your book out of harm's <laughs> way <laughs> mr g you see that the the person free falling unfortunately has wings and they are now flying Oh, okay, great. <laughs> Fun fact. Does he also have arms? Uh, yeah. This figure also has arms. Fun fact. Ah, alright. Yeah. I'm going to use my last action to get the fuck out of the forest. Yeah, yeah, you out of the forest. Yeah, I I would imagine that my movement action, or my actions were spent on ensuring that no one died from the fall. So. You see that 
Sella uses his last action to kind of freeze the rocks in place, uh, casting telekinesis, and kind of takes two of the big rocks out of commission and slowly lowers them to the ground as opposed to having them kind of just careen to the ground and crash into the earth below. So it kind of takes two more of those obstacles out of the way. Gary doesn't have any more move actions, right? So I can't get closer. Correct. How weak does the rock do the rocks look like underneath the feet of the remaining figures? Definitely seem to be some cracks and some crags in there. Uh, does G think that shooting that spot with his rifle would maybe break it up, or would another bomb be in order? You're not sure that, given the distance, that the long-range particle beam would do enough? You think if you're going to be at this distance and try it, another bomb might be the call. Bombs away. They're a dime a dozen. They're one boat full of people a dozen. <laughs> I got another 32. 32? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, that'll be good. This one actually goes a little bit further than previous, and it hits right where you want it. And I'm just curious, because of, like, the time elapsed, like, if I threw it near their feet, would it also catch the person who fell in the blast as well, or no? Yeah, I'll roll a post for her in a second here, um, against right your 32 to see if the blast would hit her. So, the girl with the crow wings is fine. She manages to avoid the blast. Goddamn crows. Fucking crows. The tall, slender figure manages to get fully hit by the blast taking way too much damage, or an unfortunate amount of damage. Uh, depending on who you are, could be fortunate. <laughs> yeah. The last one just instinctively knew that some bad shit was coming for him, and he kind of backflips uh, away from the edge of the cliff uh, as the explosion goes off. Right on. Not very stylishly, Fucking but effectively. Off. Yeah. Definitely show The backflip. The most effective of maneuvers. Yeah. <laughs> one of them, however, very much took some damage on that one, and is now free-falling. Haha. <laughs> Any wings on this one? No, no wings on this one. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> so there's three enemies? There are three, correct. Like two and a half at this point. There are three enemies. <laughs> <laughs> So, Mr. G, since you're kind of up in the forefront of everything, you feel some protective magic surrounding you. Uh, you gain plus nine armor as Muella casts Barrier on you. Sick. These, like, magical armor, like, hexagonal plates appear over your body, giving you an extra nine armor. Thanks! You got it! And with the last action of the round... Melody is going to start singing. She's going to cast fucking Relic Song and try and blow up some of these rocks. Oh, not your favorite fucking move? <laughs> Wait, does Dennis still have things he can do? Is Dennis actually going to do stuff? Because <sighs> I don't think Dennis is going to do stuff. I mean, it's a really good book. Th that's up to when the book's over. I don't know how far, how much progress I'd have made or how long the book should be. It's a surprisingly long book. Take an intellect check. <laughs> yeah, actually, make me an intelligence check. I'm curious to see how fast of a reader Dennis is. Are you going to, like, keep standing in the woods, though? Or are you going to, like, move <laughs> to a safer checked. place to read? 
you're about halfway through the book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's quite the tome for a romance novel. <laughs> I'm not doing shit. If someone's calling my name, I'm picturing, like, the book in my face and in one hand, and then just, like, holding up a finger, like, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) So, with the last action that I was rolling for, Melody begins singing, and it actually blows up one of the rocks as well, kind of turning it into dust, creating more manageable particles to fall down, less that are going to severely injure anyone or anything below you see with that at the same time um her hair goes from being like the pin straight music sheets and it swirls up around her head like it's in a bun and uh her skin turns slightly orange instead of slightly pink cool so with that it is top of the round okay i'll go hey i'm reading my book we just did this i was leaving room i want to go but i was leaving room for other people to go it's okay, they're gonna go. Dennis, come here, you're going to get squashed. Where is here in relation to me? Um, not very far, it's like a move action away is the entrance to the forest. Uh, can I use two actions and walk that way while reading? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, perfect. One of the robed figures, the one that Mike got to fall last round, tries to cast Phase Stride and land on top of the rock, but instead lands underneath it and is trying to scale it now. You kind of lose track of that. Uh, There's the very obviously Tengu, based on the wings that you see, that is flying and looking to do some some fun stuff, and uh, she kind of flies over towards you. Spends an action and she gets in uh, in range. In range of moi? Yes. How, uh, How close? It's not all up in your shit, but... She's adjacent to your shit. So, Mike, I need you and Gary to dodge as you see a gust of wind get shot out of a fan at you as she comes up into your vision. Did that barrier... Oh my god, no way, Gary. Um, Did that barrier uh affect Gary as well, or just me? Just you. Well, Gary probably did better than G did with rank D. And I'm assuming I add armor to this one, right? You would add armor to this one. That is correct. Yeah, Gary did better than G did with two fucking dice. Okay. (laughs) Fucking way she goes. Gary got a 34. Okay. G got a 33. So 33 for G, 34 for Gary. Yeah, you guys managed to maneuver around the wind gusts that are shot at you. (laughs) Haha. Does the Tengu look wounded at all? Not very. One of the wings looks a little bit singed, but it doesn't look to be affecting the creature at all. Uh, And is Johnny behind me now, or...? He's below you. Hey, Johnny, you got this bird? Do I have, like, pellets to load the blunderbuss? Make me a luck check. Let's see if the guy gave you pellets. Uh, I rolled a three, but my luck is a one, so... No, you do not have pellets. Okay, so I don't have anything to load it. You just have glass, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. No, it's cool. I'll just figure it out. Wait, didn't you say he started with four shots? Yeah, but the the glass, but I haven't, like, Oh, four shots with the glass. That's right. Yes. Yeah, in vile form. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to run after this, uh, or fly after this Tengu with my stun baton. Okay. Maybe the stun, temporary stun, will fuck up their flight. It's a smart call. Roll it. 
I'm not taking over this spot. I'm just saying for the record, after G after G yelled that and saw that, he would he would start heading toward the um the guy that's on the rock as okay. soon as he saw someone take care of the get in the on the Tangu's face. Cool. Uh thirty five. Oh wait, sorry. Uh forty. Okay. Uh thirty, Jared. Okay. So I mine was a forty. Yeah, so you you fly up they were kind of swinging their fans around and you you pierce through the canopy and you stick them right in the side with the stun baton baseball bat style just like a batter up cool roll for roll for the stun please i believe it's d rank yeah 16 it is d rank by the way <laughs> please roll me one die as i also rolled a 16 oh jesus christ so many times tonight so many times 12. Uh, roll me another die. I rolled a 12, too. <laughs> 12. Okay. Yeah, you hit. <laughs> yeah, they are stunned, and they lose the ability to kind of fly, and they start kind of free-falling. Haha. While they're stunned, can I quick-draw my pistol and shoot them? Sure. So I'm using my quick-draw ability to switch weapons, which doesn't cost an action. And I'm going to this time roll off agility to shoot them with my laser pistol. Can they dodge when they're stunned? It's just like they lose one action, right? I'm using their natural momentum and armor as their dodge yeah. for this because they're not actively dodging you. But they are falling, so they're moving. Makes sense. Um, I rolled better this time. Um, 39 plus 5, 44. Cool. Yeah. Um, you shoot the creature that is free falling. Pew! Bolt of energy hits them, propels them forward. The Tengu falls out of the sky, Mike, and you, you and Gary kind of propel yourselves forward to the creature on the rock who sees you coming. Yeah. So what my plan is here is that I'm mostly heading toward the cliff face where the last person's standing on. Yep. But. On the way over there, I want Gary to just, just, just chew this guy right off the, right off the rock with a bite attack. Okay. So, um, this guy kind of sees you coming and it seems as though he lines up a shot for you and he shoots his bow at you before this happens. He's standing there waiting for you to enter his range. Ain't no thing. 42. Very close. You take one wound as you are shot uh, in the shoulder in between some of your plates. Ah, but it's my physical resistance. Gee, shug, shrugs it off. And then Gary is going to come in for a bite. Okay. And he's he's going to bite, but he's also going to bite and just grab the dude. <laughs> and just chow down hard. He's not about what's happening, so he's going to try and get the fuck out of dodge. Oh, you mean he doesn't want to be eaten by a giant dragon? Typically, Weird. people don't want to be eaten by giant dragons. Oh, that's not the experience I've had in life. Why does Gary always roll better than G? This is ridiculous. <laughs> Gary is here to assert his dominance. Dude, he's been rolling so well tonight, dude. It, like, nothing in single digits ever. So for bite, it's just strength plus strength, like a normal melee attack? Correct. That's a 42. Oh, that's still going to hit. Yeah. Bite. 
goes through his resistance and picks this dude up in the mouth and you hear him screaming and you see this guy is using his last action to try and stab into Gary's eyes um, with arrows. I would assume that Gary would have to block. He can't really dodge that. Yeah, he would have to block. Ain't no thing. Oh, come on, Gary. (laughs) Might be a thing. He rolled single. He rolled single digits for the first time tonight. Ah, oh, bummer. Well, except uh, for that one time that he rolled an eight. <laughs> that was not great. Thirty. Thirty. Gary takes um a sense wound as he's stabbed in the eye by an arrow. Oh, poor Excellent. Gary. Why are you rooting for the bad guys? What the fuck? That wasn't a. That wasn't a serious. Excellent. <laughs> Rooting for the dragon giving Gary stab in the eye. roars in pain as this guy is like continually trying to stab through the hard shell and plate like armor that Gary has. Say me. Start stitching up an eye patch for the big dragon. How close did I get to the can I get to the cliff with that full movement plus the bite? You're like flying over the cliff. You're pretty close to the edge where the explosion happened and the big chunk is now missing out of it, but you you are more or less at the cliff. How close is the guy on the cliff is my question. You just bit him. So where's the other dude? Do I, do I see him? Make me a sense check. Uh, uh, that's not... Oh, but I guess I reroll those. Three out of four. Three out of four. They're scaling the rock that's falling, and they have used all their actions to get on top of the rock as it's kind of free-falling into the forest. That is anime as fuck. I'm yeah. going to do a called shot, and I'm going to shoot him in the leg so he falls off the rock. Okay. What am I taking as a minus for the called shot? Because of how far away you are and you being on Gary, I'm going to say a negative 10. But I have eagle eyes. Does that not count? I mean, it's still a negative 10. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a 30. 30? Okay. Uh, that's not gonna cut it. The bolt hits him, but it doesn't hit him in the foot or knock him off. Alright, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause and let, let other people do things if they wanna do things. So Melody, you see that her hands glow that, that like deep orange color, and she shoots out two waves from her fists at the rock that you just shot at, trying to break it. Yeah, that, that's the guy that got really hurt from the bomb too, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's not having a good day. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Two blasts of energy emit out of Melody's fists, and it cracks the giant rock that this person is standing on that you just shot at, and the rock explodes underneath them, loosing the footing even more, and providing them with no way to protect themselves, and they fall into the canopy in the forest. Womp womp. Is Tengu still stunned here? They're, they're back up. They they catch themselves. They are underneath you. Uh, can I hit him again with the stun baton? You can certainly try, <laughs> my friend. I don't know if I can roll that well again, but I was gonna say, like, my hindsight could have had a way funnier action there. <laughs> Fuck me, dude. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm rolling really well tonight. Oh, that that was a positive thing. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. Like Initially, time. that sounded like it was going to be negative. No, I just keep getting explosions. I feel like I've exploded like six times tonight. I'm exploding so much. I am, dude. Uh, <laughs> 50. 50? <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely not a 50. 
<laughs> you uh you hit him again. Uh roll for stun again, please. Yeah. If only I rolled that fucking 11 for their dodge. Roll. I exploded again. Literally, dude, I can't be beat today. Fucking 420s on my side. Fucking Snoop Dogg is like <laughs> Feel the power of Satan and his salad. Uh 24. Uh stunned for one action. There. She has D-rank agility. That would be funny. <laughs> Just plummets to her death. <laughs> right. Nobody flies on my watch. I'm the only flyer in the sky here. After a moment, after she comes out of the stun, um, you see that she flies into the forest below. You can actively try and chase her if you want to. Uh, if you want to follow. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna follow her. Supposed agility. This is where we go into chase mode. Exactly. Johnny Law's on the prowl. He's chased down many criminals before. <laughs> the way I'm rolling tonight, I can't possibly fuck this up. He says immediately before rolling terribly. <laughs> <laughs> what did you expect? You spat in the face of fate. Uh, that's only a 15. Yeah, I rolled way more than a 15. This creature is able to fly way faster than you. She flies at, like, the speed that your brother would fly, and that dude's quick as shit. Um, she quickly flies through, uh, all of the trees. Can you please make me a sense check with, uh, with disadvantage? Alright, let me roll these two bad boys. Bad boys, bad boys. They both fucking landed on their side. Bad boys, bad boys. Uh, I passed one, but I failed the other, so fail. Uh, you lose track of her in the woods. But she was moving so fast that I probably would have evaluated this is probably a lost cause. Yeah, like, darts the fuck out of the way very, very quick. Yeah, he pulls pulls back up to make sure that G's okay. But yeah, that, I'm out of actions. Mr. G looks very in control of the situation around him. This person's gonna try and roll uh, against Gary's strength, Mike, to try and break free. Comical. Don't you do it. Comical, Don't you do it. gonna try. If he does this, uh, Gary has a reaction. <laughs> 30. Oh, yeah, no. This guy is, this guy is struggling to try and get out of here very desperately. How hurt does he seem to be? I mean, hurt enough. All right. Can I telepathically tell Gary to chomp down on him just enough that it doesn't kill him? <laughs> Didn't you try this before? You can uh, roll <laughs> an intelligence vu. check for Gary to see if he understands restraint. Oh no, I'm not sure he has good intelligence. <laughs> Dude, I'm having intense deja vu right now. This You definitely did this a long time ago. Oh no, I well what I did is I tried to, to hold someone in his mouth without hurting him and he did a strength check and ended up hurting him more yeah yes (laughs) so this is definitely a throwback uh seven out of four seven out of four you don't know if gary truly understands what restraint is but you tell him nonetheless (laughs) and gary responds intelligently enough where you think that it's worth a shot you can roll a strength check to you know or actually you can roll a pose strength to try and pierce his armor and see what you're i want to bite him unconscious I want to bite him unconscious, he says. <laughs> uh, 27. Okay. 
He's very much still conscious through all of this, and it is agonizing to hear this man scream. Okay, but he's still alive. He's still alive, and he is, he's bleeding out through Gary's jaw. Oh, oh, okay. So, I, hmm. What are we going to do about the rest of these people? Jeeves is kind of up on top of this cliff, like, kind of separated from the rest of the group. Yeah, you guys are kind of floating there, torturing this man. I'm not torturing him. I'm trying to keep him alive. There's a difference. That way you can torture him. <laughs> I, can I, can I land on the, on the cliff and then, and then get off, G- get off Gary? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> like that? Yes, like that. Yes, you can land on the cliff with Gary and his chew toy. Okay, I am going to land on the cliff and I'm going to grab the box of imagination get off Gary, and then standing under him with this man in his mouth and say, Gary, drop it. Gary plops the body onto the onto the ground below. Can you make me a luck check, please? A luck check? Because my, my plan after this was to immediately capture this man. Oh, baby, four out of four. <laughs> this man is bleeding out onto the rock below. You don't think that he has much time left unless you heal him. But you can absolutely clamp him with his dying breath. Absolutely. I'm gonna use the I'm gonna use the box of imagination to restrain him and then I'm gonna give him a potion. Okay, he heals two wounds and stops bleeding and is now trapped. And then I'm gonna let let the rest of the things in the woods go do their thing before I start interrogating this man. Okay. Well fun fact, that's all the stuff they did. They left. Oh, the other ones ran away? Yep. They actively fled the scene. So what's your deal? Why why are you trying to steal stuff from me? We are just taking back what is rightfully our masters. Oh, are, you, are you guys the guys that want to, like, end the world and, and shit? More of a rebirth, actually. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay, let's let's go. I should bring you back to my friends. They, they could probably get more out of you than I can. And then he brings them along down on Gary down to the to the forest. It is the the end of initiative and you fly down, meet up with your other companions and there is this man who is bound. The other guy got away. There's a fast bird. <laughs> God damn it, Jared. They both they both <laughs> got away? Uh yeah, well, I I only was following the Tengu, but yeah, I I roughed roughed her up a little bit and then and then she she flew away. I swear that bird could fly. Those wings can flap. But yeah, it seems like you got this one, so that's good. Yeah, I just wish we um got the other guy, the one that got you know bombed. Is he still yelling? Um, no, he was healed. He's no longer bleeding. Yeah. Hey guys, should we check and see if the other guy? There, there was a guy who was on a rock, and then he fell off a rock. He could be around here somewhere, like his. You know, corpse or something. I mean, we're already way over here. Well, he would have fallen like, he would have fallen like right over there. And it, because we're in the woods right now, right? I listen closely. Is there the sound of a, a second person screaming in pain? You guys can make me sense checks to try and uh, locate these people. To clarify, I don't think he's screaming. I think he's dead. Again, you guys can can make sense checks to see if you hear anything. 
I blackjacked my sense. I failed my sense. He Johnny puts his hand to his ear. <laughs> Both of you hear nothing. Neither of you hear rustling, screaming, dripping, nothing like that. I was so ready to play the scream again. <laughs> <laughs> the forest has gone silent. It well, it seems that they've escaped. I, I would suspect that the Tengu probably brought the other one away, and they must be regrouping with the rest of their group. Fortunately, you did manage to get this one, so maybe we can learn more of them often. Well, yeah, we have another one now, but like, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what he's got. Should probably um we should probably head out of here for now though. Hey, uh hey guy. Are you the helpful type or are you gonna not give us information? What what's your plan? Are you gonna tell us what we wanna know or are you gonna be difficult? I mean this situation doesn't look good for me. And I suppose it depends on if you'll let me go or not. Will we will let him go? Uh, he takes his hand off of his blunderbuss. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was, I was, okay, so here was my plan. If he was going to not cooperate, I was going to tell you what it was because it was great. I was going to get <laughs> Mr. G to rig up a trap using a string, attaching it to the trigger of the blunderbuss, which I was going to aim directly into the man's genitalia so that if he tried to move, <laughs> it would pull the trigger, discharging bl- a bunch of glass <laughs> at his at his genitals and other areas. You can always tell him that that's your plan because it's terrifying. <laughs> if torture doesn't work and he still refuses to cooperate, I could probably just remove his soul and keep it in my sword, and then we can interrogate him at our leisure. Well, this is all speculative. Uh, let's, let's just try to interrogate him first. <laughs> you're, you know. you're just fucking saying this in front of the man who's <laughs> very clearly like, do I want to just die? I'm, or... be, I'm making it very clear that I am speaking loud enough for him to hear me because I want him to know that death is not an escape for him. Well, I mean, we could always, <laughs> after we get the information that we need, we could always just let the guy go, you know? I'm sure he can, you know, if he's willing to cooperate with us, I don't care if he goes and destroys this world. I'm not from here. Well, he can send a message to the other guys, you know? Yeah, you always got to do that, right? It's a strategy. Anyway, let's 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 do the interrogating first. You you seem to be experienced at police brutality. I'll let you take it from here. Johnny. I look back to him. What's his <laughs> I'm, what, what am I reading on his face? He's wearing a mask. I take first off his step. mask. I take off his mask. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So you take his you take his mask off. You see uh, a human dude. He's got a scar on his left cheekbone. Of fucking course he does. Dark eyes, shaggy brown hair. He's very like thin, uh, tall build. I think he's maybe like six one, six two. Surprisingly bulky, but still remaining kind of thin. Not bulky enough to break out of them Gary jaws. What's his, what's his, what am I seeing on his face here? Aside from his t- roughed up scars. He's darting around and, um, it looks like his mind is racing as he darts around looking at all, like you and your companions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Dylan. Can what? you make me a sense check? God damn it. Uh, that's a no. Okay. Thank you. Hey, uh, Dennis. 
think yeah. we've got a, a job for you here. Uh, uh-huh. You know, you're good at, you know, talking to people. I, I think I might take the reins here. Dennis, would you, you can help out if you, if you see fit. I know you're reading that book. <laughs> yes. You're just getting to a really like steamy climax scene towards the latter half oh, of the baby. book. So if you, if you want to be peeled away from your book, I need a willpower check because it's just getting the good, good stuff. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Uh, where's Will? There it is. <laughs> nope. That's a six out of four. Fucking nope. You are in it to win it, my friend. I think I have passed one check the entire night. Wonderful. <laughs> All right, prisoner. So this is how it's going to work. You tell us the things that we need to know, and we'll let you go. And you'll send a message back to your friends. Now, if you don't, I'm going to introduce you to my friend here. And he pulls out the blunderbuss. I've been meaning to, you know, try this bad boy out. And I think that I can see a target right there. He points at his, uh, at his dick. <laughs> I, I trust that you'll do the right thing and tell us what we want to know. Starting off with, what's your name, friend? They call me Thomas. All right. I'm Johnny Thomas. So, what's your team called? I work for the League of Evil. That is a... <laughs> he kind of like just works with a... That is a very straightforward name. I, I would ask what you do for a living, but I, I think I, I get it. Uh, so, are you guys... Are you the guys that broke into Hemlock's uh, lab? Indeed we were. Did you find him? No. And I assume you guys are following him to get to that island, huh? Maybe. What's that? I'm sorry. I thought that, uh, wow, that sounded like not being particularly corrupt, cooperative. Uh, he like, he gestures the, uh, the barrel closer to this, this man's nether regions. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. Whoa. Don't damage the goods here. And then G reaches down toward the capture spheres that he has. He has capture spheres, correct? Uh, this man has one capture sphere on his person. Yeah, G pulls that off of his belt. All right. Sorry, I'm getting hot. You guys talk to him. Uh, Johnny kind of like cla classic cop trick, bad cop, good cop. He's moving away to let Dennis and G. Step so in. what do, what do we have here? Can I finish trying to answer your question? Everybody uh, is given different directives. So what my group was aiming to do may be different. They may be on their way to go find this hemlock man. I was just here to help set the trap and cover my companions. Well, didn't do a very good job there, did you? Uh, I remember correctly that uh, a couple of you were knocked out of the sky. I don't think that's such a bad job. I'm going to stab him in the leg. Okay. <laughs> he begins screaming as you twist your sword into his leg, and God blood begins it, to Fuji. pour out of it. I don't go for, like, the femoral artery, but, you know, enough where he feels it. Oh, yeah, there's still blood pouring out of his leg. Fuji, we're, I already did that with many dragon teeth. I don't think we need to go back there, do we, Thomas? I can heal him if he gets too close to death. And then we can do this all over again. So we're not torturing I mean, him. A little bit. <laughs> hey, Dylan. Yeah. 
So, where do you want me to pull from? I think I know why you uh, had me do a sense earlier. Crazy. <laughs> I don't like this. I did get the capture sphere off of him, though, didn't I? You did. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be four from the back. So, as you guys are uh, sitting here interrogating him, you all feel the presence uh, of wild magic, as it seems as though this man, Thomas, was trying to cast a spell to secure his escape. Um, However, instead, Kenny Doggins' clothes explode off of his person. (laughs) He's naked now? Kenny is just naked. (laughs) Oh, fuck. It's a bit breezy here, huh, fellas? Oh, God, Red Rocket. Hey, Johnny, I think it's time to go to plan B here. Hey, Kenny Doggins, I think that you found your bone there. <laughs> hey, bud, uh, maybe you what? cover up a little bit. Huh? Oh, my goodness, my clothes. <laughs> oh, Johnny, where did my clothes go? Uh, I've got a spare. Here, just reach in my bag. I got a backup suit for you. Oh, thanks, pal. <laughs> here you go. Uh, anyway, sorry, G. Um... <laughs> Fuji, how can we stop this guy from casting spells? Like, if we get rid of his hands, maybe? I mean, his hands are already restrained. I don't know how he even managed to pull that off. I'm not a magic guy. I pulling his soul out of his body and putting it in my sword. You seem to really want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I see no reason to stop it now. He's on a pretty bad path. I mean, how worse could it get, you know? (laughs) He's not cooperating with us. He's being sassy. And he tried to cast a spell. Clearly, he's not interested in ever being alive another day. Perhaps we should have the senator take a crack at him. Yeah, uh, please, (laughs) senator. Ooh, that's going to be a no-can-do. <laughs> I can't. There's All only right. like twenty pages left. <laughs> well, what's your next directive, there, Thomas? Where are you supposed to be meeting? My next directive was to head back towards the base. Where's your base? Up north, ruins of an old town. People don't go there. Can you show me on this map? <laughs> I unfold a map. Uh, he spits on the map as he is restrained. So, he spits up, uh, up near a lake towards the top end. So if you look at the map. Oh, he was marking. Oh, I thought he was just being, like, uncooperative. <laughs> Sorry, that's funny. No, it, again, he's bound. So if you want him to mark it, it's either blood or spit at this point. Actually, because he used spit, it's a little bit of both. The blood stains the uh, the lake up north, and he says, our base is there. I mean, this guy has been pretty cooperative. He told us all the things that we wanted to know. Is there anything else you guys want from this guy? Yeah, what, what do the defenses look like at this base? How many of them are there? I couldn't tell you our numbers. That's Could a, you give me a, a rough grade. guess? I mean, you've got a few options here, and they're all bad. But we can make sure one of the options that happens to you is not as bad as, like, I don't know, us just killing you. Descent and chaos continue to spread across this continent like a plague. I'd be shocked if our numbers haven't grown exponentially since the last time I was at the base. 
Could be hundreds, could be thousands. So, uh, do you have a thing here for my friend Kenny over there? Why was it that you cast a spell and caused all of his clothes to be removed? You got a thing for him? Hey, Kenny, I think he likes you. Clearly, my my way out was through sexual favors. Uh, You can note the sarcasm in his voice. Ah, You'd like that, wouldn't you? I think it's time you do your thing. Didn't he tell us everything we wanted to know? Yeah, we can't let him leave. Why not? I don't care. Let him leave. It's not going to do anything. (sighs) You know, they already know where we are because the other two have escaped. (laughs) Let's at least take the rest of his stuff before we let him leave. How much yen you got there, big guy? I think that taking all your valuables and leaving you with your life is a pretty fair deal. What do you think? That sounds fair. I told you everything that you needed needed to know. I'd prefer to keep my own belongings. Uh, that's not an option here. How about we let him keep his clothes? Wait, but what if but what if we took his clothes and we could infiltrate the base? We should probably start collecting these robes. We could just go to any store and co- and find black robes. <laughs> They're all dressed like idiots. <laughs> I don't see how one set of robes is going to help however many of us are in this group infiltrate this place. It's it you you start a collection with one, Fuji. I am not wearing those robes. <laughs> and the truth comes out. Well anyway, uh he he refuses to give us his money, essentially. Hey Johnny, at the very least, let's just knock him out. Let's knock him out so he can't just follow us and report back. Take your take your stick. Hit him hit him with the stick. Gee. They they already know our position, so there's really nothing to be gained from, you know, no, oh, nothing to oh. be lost from freeing this guy. Wait a minute. If I combine my lightning rune with my day rune, I can knock him out for an hour. Well, not ma- knock him unconscious, I can make him unable to move for an hour. Do your thing. This won't hurt. I press my hand to his forehead, and I channel the... Thurisaz and Dagaz runes through him, so he is unable to move for an hour. Yeah, you see lightning course through his body and through the metal of the uh, Box of Imagination, and it completely immobilizes him, and he seizes up. I search through his belongings. Okay. Um, there isn't a lot on him, Um you took his capture sphere. He's wearing yes. these robes, but he's not wearing much in the way of protection past them. Um, you find 20 arrows that go to his bow, and then you find a bow. Okay, we take those. I guess we just leave his uh, incapacitated body and, and move forward. Uh, you guys gain 2,500 credits for taking uh, taking all his shit. There's a bow called the Long Strider's Bow. Ten normal arrows, five explosive arrows, and five keen arrows. What? I just want some money. I have no interest in the other stuff. Same. Alright, so here's what I, su- I suggest. How about we split up those credits five ways and give one, uh, one share of it to Kenny so he can buy some new clothes? Uh, I mean, I, I guess. I'm, I do want to say that I, I did take this guy down. I would like to keep his uh his beast, if that's all right with you guys. I mean, yeah, and all his bow shit. That's I mean, I'll keep me. that too, unless one of you guys can make use of it. Nah, 
It's all good. I don't want any more beasts. I'm happy with the one. I still like my skeleton key, but I guess we could we could possibly sell this. It's pro- it looks pretty nice. It does look pretty nice. Or you could try to invent something. Isn't that your thing, Mr. Invent Guy? Ooh. What if I make like a grappling hook bow? See the idea the gears are spinning already. I can't wait to see what you come up with. Oh, they're spinning. They're spinning away. Oh, danger, I want to meet my new friend. Okay, so you release the release the beast and you see a giant uh pink beast with a huge tongue come out of it. Yes. <laughs> oh, what's what's your name, little guy? The telepathic link kind of clicks when you release him and it just says the forever tongue. Oh god, it even sounds dirty. Oh, the forever tongue. <laughs> uh, you're kind of weird. You've got a weird tongue. Tongue weird. Guys, help me with a name here. How about love interest? Uh, the Fuji, I, I swear if I see you do anything weird with this poor beast. Let's call him Tasty. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I mean, what's the, what, what is the, what is the sex of this, of this, uh, beast? It's pretty yeah, you're, good. You're you're, you're, <laughs> you're you're looking for for a beast dick. I mean, I feel like tasty. I guess tasty can really be a voice for. How about how about delish? What if I call them delish? By no means are you an expert, Johnny, but you would assume that this is Phoebe. I mean, I think tasty is a pretty good name. <laughs> Look at that tongue there. <laughs> but delish has more of a more of a. a... How about, like, Delisha, you know? Like, Trisha, but Delisha. I like that. Delisha. It's a good one. Your name's Delisha now. (laughs) Ah, yes. Treating your beasts with love and care. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, this is your name now. (laughs) She knows nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note... You guys are out of combat and in the beginning of the woods, getting ready to make camp as it grows super late. We're going to call it here for the week. Thank you all for listening this week. Uh, Come on back next Wednesday to check out a new episode of the Warp Lords podcast. See uh, if any of our our, uh, companions are going to, you know, find use for the new beast. Will Dennis get through his book by the time the next episode starts? Tune I mean, in next week to find out. Now. Yeah, can we get, for the outro, can we get an excerpt of the book? Can you um, give us a little excerpt? Yeah, Please? Sure. No. <laughs> only, only Graham is left with the excerpt as he looks up into the night sky, and it seems that um, Marla has truly become the sensible one that she knew she was all along, as... Um, Victor has broken her heart after they made a passionate night of love, and things are getting more and more intense. (laughs) Tune in next week where we continue the same screaming sound effect. Uh, If you like what you heard, please spread the word. Come check us out on our social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you name it. Search Warplords. You can find us. Come talk to us. We are lonely, bored people in the apocalypse. Uh, and if the game interests you, come check it out on drivethroughrpg.com. Just search for Warplords, and you can download the game and start playing with your friends. Have a great week. 
stay safe and make good choices.